Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Hi. 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 I want me some glory hope. Dude. You ain't mouse. I'm the boss. Pocahontas. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. Hey, I'm sorry. Alright. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host. Clip Brock. It is Friday, and we are here inside the Pirate Radio Studios for a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and the Pirate Radio crew ready to go for the next three hours on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Want to see those YouTube subscriptions uh, go on the rise? So if you haven't already, check us out at Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and uh, a lot of great videos for you to see, including all of our uh, pre- and post-game chats with Mike Schwartz during this basketball season. Pretty soon we'll be out at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Uh, covering pirate football not too far down the road uh spring football so you got all of that uh the um programs we do here each and every day the brian bailey show on mondays it can all be seen on pirate radio tv uh, on youtube also facebook live and of course follow us on instagram twitter all of these social media accounts to make sure you're up to date on what is going on in the pirate nation we've got guests to get to on today's show we want to hear from you as well what's on your weekend agenda can the pirate basketball team snap a losing streak coming up sunday when they take on usf what uh, playoff games are you interested in this weekend do you have a playoff upset for uh this there's got to be at least one right i mean we look at those big spread games san fran seattle buffalo miami and baltimore cincinnati will it be as ho-hum and boring as we think it will be or will there be an upset thrown in there uh we shall see this weekend what are your predictions for the wild card weekend a big college basketball weekend as well we will dive into it all coming up in about 20 minutes or so we will talk to east carolina running back rajay harris we got a health update on rajay as he is recovering from an injury that sidelined him for over half of the 2022 football season the good news is um a he's recovering but b he was still able to be a big part of that team uh being with them every single day going to the bowl game being uh inspiration putting on the coach's hat so uh rajay uh, was still able to fulfill his uh 2022 football season just didn't do it by running over dbs and linebackers he was doing it on the sidelines but plans on being back soon we'll get an update on how uh our guy rajay harris is doing coming up in about 20 minutes at four Four o'clock tony dunn c3 podcast will join us to talk nfl brian north at 440 we'll look at uh ecu hoops uh some acc hoops and more with brian north coming up in the four o'clock hour five o'clock hour morgan aylers will join us 
Morgan sent me a text last night. He put it out on social media as well. Pretty cool picture of Holt Nailers posing with Ron Simmons, Farouk, uh, former Florida State player, uh, probably more known for his time in wrestling as WCW heavyweight champion, WWE superstar. And uh, that was pretty neat to see. Holding down at the Hula Bowl, I guess uh, we need to do a Hula Bowl preview too, right? That's coming up this weekend. So uh, we'll talk Hula Bowl uh, at some point on today's show. We'll hear from Mike Schwartz ahead of the Pirates Bulls showdown on Sunday. Uh, Pirate Radio crew caught up with him earlier today. You'll hear that. And Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show. Uh, people in the golf world excited about a, a docu-series coming out in February. And the cameras were rolling last year during the PGA Tour events and behind the scenes with these golfers as all the live stuff was happening so people are excited about uh this new docuseries coming out regarding uh the pga tour on netflix it'll be out february 15th we'll talk to greeny a trailer dropped this week and uh looked pretty interesting had a lot of people talking so we'll dive into that and more with mark greenhelch shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt studio b crew how we doing on a friday doing great happy friday to you clipper thank you happy friday to you happy friday yeah happy friday uh, happy, happy friday happy friday um uh, steve hill says uh did i misspeak rich i said pretty soon we'll be out at clark leclerc stadium did i say covering football clearly i meant baseball you <laughs> i mean clearly cue it up shirley he's a what yeah, you better come after me now, because I'm about to come after you. He's a what? What is he? He's a something. Great guy. He's a something. Great friend. Oh! Intel. You're a dumbass. Yeah, whatever. You're a dumbass. Steve Hill says, Clipper! Clipper! And he says, burgly. A burgly. A burgly. A burgly. A dark looker so earlier this afternoon that dot dot liquor that dot liquor stand by that's the pound cake that's the gummies and pound cake earlier this afternoon i received a text massage from my main man chan (laughs) chan the ultimate grinder blue collar always working this guy works while he's working. I work in my sleep. He's got a job to do today. That job is to video produce Pirate Radio Live. Also, be a, a co-host of sorts, an analyst of sorts. Yes, yes. While he's doing those jobs, my man's got a sales call to do. And like you are, you got jobs on top of jobs. I got jobs on top of jobs with jobs inside of them. So, you're, <laughs> it's like the uh, exhibit meme earlier knows exhibit uh was it pimp my ride oh yeah and everybody used to have the memes i heard you like a <laughs> let me give an example now that i brought it up um where it's like i heard you like pool tables so we put a pool table inside your pool table let's yep. see you know what i'm talking about yeah it was i heard the- you like you know uh all things 70s so we retrofitted your entire car with shag carpet <laughs> but the memes like and do you remember the meme shirley like this yeah it's i do his yeah face yeah yeah wow yo dog i heard you like parking so we put a parking lot in your parking lot 
yo dog i heard you like cars so we put a car in your car so you can drive while you drive (laughs) (laughs) that's chandler he likes working so he put work inside his work i put work inside my work yo dog i heard you like working so we putting more work into your work chandler uh sadly will have to leave the show forever for a little while today uh what time are you leaving i'm gonna leave about ooh, around about the time we take a break around the quarter till four mark all right three forty, three forty-five. uh so that means you might be missing some of our nfl segment oh by the way i didn't mention uh cj schaefer formerly of pirate radio entered the transfer portal not a true pirate not a true pirate radio employee not a true pirate radio employee at all will join us via the pit electric live line to make picks live he has been texting in his picks he will uh, join us today to make his playoff picks. speaking of which i received a text earlier wait picks this afternoon and that you know what let me go back just to show you the kind of guy uh chandler is first of all wednesday 10 44 i sent a text to you are you still at aj's you said yeah I said, can you see if I left my computer charger, please? Should be on the floor by the table. You said, okay. I said, thank you. You said, I got it. I said, thanks. I mean, that, that was like a text handshake. I'm always working. Chandler, I mean, <laughs> I'm off always, the clock. I mean, I'm He's always working. For uh, me. He's doing side gigs at my side I gig. I am literally working uh, all the time. Thank you, Chandler. You're a great man. Great guy. But I got this earlier today. 1 p.m i'm gonna be gone for some of tony's hour are we making picks <laughs> now chandler you have previously stated on this program you were sitting right there that microphone that chair what was one of, what is your one of your biggest pet peeves people asking a question when they know the answer here's the thing i genuinely did not know if we were making picks or not here's my response man you had a response all right chandler said i'm going to be gone for some of tony's hour are we making picks i said there's nothing i love more than using people's words against them it's just a great it's a great counterattack. i said i hate when people ask a question they know the answer to but i didn't stop there <laughs> no you didn't i said all-time dumb question i mean damn man <laughs> We're going to pick games for 18 weeks and not pick playoff games? And then I said an expletive. And then you said... (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember if we picked playoff games. And I said, we probably won't even mention the playoffs. What are you thinking, man? Glenn, I didn't tell Glenn what we were doing today. I just told him Tony Dome was going to be a guest. What did he post? wild card picks he did what an assumption what a leap for glenn to make i didn't want to assume i didn't want to make an ass out of you and me well here's what i'm asking what did you think we were gonna do while tony's here preview the wild card games talk about them talk about them who's in who's out who's injured who's not what teams are in and out or what players no what what players are in or out what teams have what's the, the uh, spread what, do we think you know what <laughs> what conference what's has the total <laughs> what conference has the most quarterbacks yeah playing? what conference has the most quarterbacks <laughs> AFC. The, the, maybe the quarterbacks 
We could talk about, you know, their history, maybe the history, their playoff history uh, for each team. Are we going to make picks? Hey, look, Clip, it was a stupid question. Yeah, okay. It was a stupid question. Thank you for admitting that. No, I will admit. Yeah. Stu- stupid question on my part. Yeah. I mean, and, did you just, I, did you just want to chat? Did no. you want to talk to me? Or I mean, you know what? I'll talk to you, buddy. You I don't did. have to ask me a stupid question. I just was kind of, I was sitting there having a little late lunch, and I was like, hmm. I said, I, I, said, I need to make my picks because I'm not going to be there for majority of the time. What picks? And then I was, <laughs> well, but I needed, I was like, well, are we going to do picks? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, and highlight who I'm going to. Right. You got so I, much on your plate. I, why I, waste your time doing I, that? I'm not going to, like, sit here and. Uh, screenshot the schedule for the weekend and highlight who I'm going to, uh, who I think is going to win. If we're not going to do picks, so I was like, I need to find out if we're going to do picks. Next time you want to just start a conversation with me, say hello. Just, yeah, or like some weather we're having. <laughs> you know, you don't have to say like ask a question you already know the answer to. I didn't know. I did not know the answer to. It. Well, you're an idiot then. I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like I'm an idiot. I'm stupid for not knowing that we were going to make picks. It's fine. It's fine. You're stupid. I'm stupid. All you got to do is look at yesterday's show when we played the uh, Name That Sound game. Speaking of stupid, Robert's on YouTube. <laughs> Here's what Robert has said since we Stop we've been... disrespecting me, bro. <laughs> Here's what Robert said since we've been on the show today. Hey, how you been? Yo. Y'all is a talking about bass, basketball, basketball. I think he's called it basketball before. What are you thinking, man? Hey, hey, get off a of dar, <laughs> Robert. What is your malfunction? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you saying? Who are you talking to? Are you talking to us? Or are you like? What is wrong with you? Do you think you're texting somebody? He said, "Hey," <laughs> like we're not. Li- it's like we can hear him. I thought I heard something a while ago. We were talking about me being stupid and not thinking we were going to do picks for wild card. I thought I heard something. It was his comment. It was his hey comment. Hey! Hey in all capital letters with an exclamation point. He said, LOL, I'm your friend. Nada. All right. Robert is on <laughs> one on a Friday. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, <laughs> what do you do for a living, Robert? Are you retired? Just hanging out? You on the clock? What do you do, Robert? I want to get to know you. He said, Hey! <laughs> John says Robert is a weirdo. John's words, not mine. <laughs> Get off there! Robert needs to come in and be interviewed. About what, Robert? <laughs> what could you bring to the table here? Listen here. Robert, call in 317-1250. We'll interview you right now. Please. I got nothing else this segment. We got Rajay coming up in about five to ten minutes um we got five minutes to kill robert call in 317-1250 we'll interview you right now please yep uh because there is not uh a ton happening no hey another day another dollar no portal entries for east carolina however if you are a vip member on hoist the colors uh it appears that there could be a few more pirates heading out the door. Not true pirates, mind you. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and call them that. There go is. ahead and get it out of the way now. Pers- uh, possibly not true pirates heading out the door. Maybe we'll have news on that uh, early next week or over the weekend. 
if it does become official you can find it on our social media sites over the weekend make sure you follow us during the weekend we'll have all the uh news and notes going on in the pirate nation awaiting east carolina's basketball game coming up on sunday against usf and we'll have uh wild card action on pirate radio as well that's right about driving around we're gonna uh, we're gonna pick those. We're games. gonna pick those games, and you can you know keep up with our picks today. And then if you're riding around, see who's gonna win. I'm trying to. Oh, Chandler, yo, Giants in the playoffs. Yeah, who has the longest drought in the NFC postseason drought? Who has the longest drought? Oh, it's gotta be the Panthers. That's exactly what I said. And just like you, I was wrong. wrong. Wow. By one year. Wow. Because I did see earlier that the Giants are making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Panthers did make it in 2017, now that I think about it. Um, who else would it be? Hmm. Let's see. Is, oh, the Texans. Oh, that's, that's AFC. Oh, Sorry, that's AFC. Oh, boy. Sports guy. Uh, let's see here. This is our sports guy. NFC. Uh, how about this? Is it somebody else in the South? How about instead of asking that question, let's just say traditionally bad football teams in the NFC. Make a list real quick. Oh, uh, lines. All right, you are correct. I initially said Panthers as well. Just a different cap. But it is the Lions. Um, who has the second longest drought in the AFC behind the Jets? It's around that same time frame since this team last made it did i just say him uh no because deshaun watson made it a couple years ago huh let's see afc a lot of great quarterbacks in the afc yeah a lot of great ones in that conference um you could argue this team has a great quarterback although some would argue they don't Oh, <laughs> no! It's not them because they just made it a few years ago. Um, I will I, tell you, it is the Denver Broncos. Wow! Yeah. Huh. Mm. All right. On a drought. <sighs> All, right. All right. Hey, that was pretty good. All right, let's take a break. <sighs> Because I guess Robert's not going to call in for that monumental interview we were going to do with him a moment ago. Lucky here. But he is uh, feeling himself on YouTube today. And you know what? It is a Feel Yourself Friday. Everybody out there. Hey, feel yourself. Hey, (laughs) Shirley, great tune. Great tune, Shirley. Keep it going. Oh, yeah. I feel like dancing this weekend. Anybody want to go dancing? Hey, funny seeing you here. Hey, come here often. Hey, we making picks this weekend? <laughs> hey, we making picks today? I know we did it for the past 18 weeks, but I didn't know we were going to do it today. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> you want to make some playoff picks with me? Some wild card picks? Y'all, huh? y'all do that? Me, you, him, no. Hey, me, you, me, you, the buck, playoff picks. Hey, who do you think is going to get the Houston Texans job? <laughs> You think Steve Wilk should get the Panthers job? Dude, it's a good thing I'm married because I'd be picking up all the girls. (laughs) 
And it's a good thing you're you're really picky. Have you seen that picture of the of the guy like yelling in the girl's <laughs> ear? Yeah. He didn't even know we were making playoff picks. Brandon, he didn't even know. Brandon Staley started Mike Williams <laughs> in a game that didn't count, and now he can't play in the playoffs. What? Okay, yeah, I'll be right here when you get back. All right. Hey, give me one, too. Give me a drink, too. Hey, Ron Rivera started Carson Wentz and thought they, they were not making the playoffs. What's that? You got to use the bathroom? New, new, new content idea. We go to the hottest clubs in Greenville, and we just drop sports headlines to hot girls and just get their reaction. Spencer Rattler's returning for his another year at South Carolina. The Mets signed Carlos Correa, but he failed a physical. Now he's a Minnesota twin. What's that? Oh, you got to go? All right, cool. Sean McVay, might <laughs> Sean McVay might not return as coach next year. I love this idea. All right. J.J. Watt retired last week. <laughs> we'll see you tonight, uh, ladies. Take a timeout, come back. Rajay Harris joins us next. We'll get an update on his recovery and talk about the 49ers back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients. With influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy dollar oysters every Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 until 7. And then for more, uh, excuse me, for more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, earlier today, Ellerby recorded a new edition of the Pirate Radio podcast that is available to watch right now. YouTube, Facebook, also download it where you get your podcast. And we'll be airing it at 6 o'clock tonight as well. And it'll be live on our airwaves. Ellerby, one-on-one with Carl Davis. He is the author of My View from 20 Rows Up, One Pirate Fan Story of ECU Football. This book uh, is available now. You can pick up your copy at UBE or Amazon. 100% of the proceeds from the book go to the Access Scholarship at East Carolina uh, to help students who could not otherwise afford to go to college. So that is awesome. Uh, In it, he has stories about himself, but also games, opponents. I like that he has the actual... uh, like photocopy of the tickets he used uh, at the games. Um, it's pretty neat. And also in the back, I love superlatives. He's got his best of the best. Yeah. He's got his best head coach. He's got his best assistant, best administrator, best player, best game. I mean, just uh, all kinds of stuff. Really cool stuff here. So 
I disagree with his best player. Your best player is Dwayne Harris. Yes. You know, people like <laughs> to say that these players, these student athletes, whatever sport it may be, that leaves the program with this new NIL and this new transfer portal are not true pirates. They're not, Chandler. Carl Davis is a true pride pirate. In my opinion, unless you are you are you come out of the womb a pirate fan, you are not a true pirate. I'm a true pirate. Okay. You are a true pirate. I am a true pirate. All right. Good to hear. There's not many like you, Chandler. Well, they're they're very rare. A true pirate, a true hard working blue collar pirate <laughs> like me. I saw a true pirate yesterday that's not even um an ECU player. Who? It was uh let me find his name because uh I saw a true pirate. Oh uh Dalton Bolin who plays for he's a D two All American. Uh doesn't say his school. That's unfortunate. But he had a has a cut on his eye. And uh he plays basketball with an eye patch. Oh yeah. True I did pirate. see that. I saw a true pirate this morning. Now in my eyes, he's a true pirate. But by the description that you just had, he might not be a true pirate in your eyes. Who is it? Jeff Charles. No, not a true pirate. He used to call Virginia Tech games. Furman. Furman. Not a true pirate. Not a true paladin. Not a true hokey. Nope. Jeff Charles, not a pirate. <laughs> hey, Brian Bailey, not a true pirate. Nope. Virginia fan. Monarch. Troy D. Big uh, Tar Heel guy growing up, not a true pirate. I'm telling you. Who did you like growing up? <laughs> I'm not a true pirate. You're not a true pirate. I'm not. There are not. Shirley didn't go to ECU, not a true pirate. Nope. You're a true bulldog. I am. But did you come out of the womb as a true bulldog? No. Nope. Not a true bulldog. <laughs> not a true bulldog. Yep. So there you go, folks. There's not many like me. Be careful with these labels not a true pirate <clears throat> all right that's always fun to get in debates about when man there was one dude on hoist the colors losing his ever-loving mind about steve ellis leaving called him a scumbag what is what is he? he's a scumbag not a he's a scumbag my only reply in that thread was not a true shark jaquan mcmillan jaquan mcmillan I mean, did he think Steve Ellis was going to get here and stay here forever? Has that ever happened to He's anyone a ever? <laughs> people are crazy. People are really people crazy. are insane. I guess people, I guess they think you have to marry your first girlfriend and be with her forever. I wonder how many they, people, he, he, he broke many, up with her. I wonder how many people that talk about players leaving coaches leaving are divorced <laughs> like so loyalty you got to be with uh, 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 do you follow sport how do you follow sports and think there's loyalty in sports so say joe smith marries a girl joe smith former maryland star yes okay say he marries a girl all right that girl wants a divorce true terrapin and he goes you're not a true smith you're not a true smith well that's true that's right he's right why did you give that example because so a lot of these athletes come in here they're not pirates but they 
sign up to be pirates, and they are, and then they just decide to leave, and then people are like, oh, he's not a true pirate. <laughs> people are insane. <laughs> people are crazy. This guy called my guy, he literally called my guy uh, uh, Steve Ellis a scumbag for taking another job, they're, for bettering him, for bettering himself. They're snakes. They're sharks. They're, they're snakes. They're backstabbing Jaquan McMillan. Jaquan McMillan. You'll never see a snake and a shark in the same fish tank. <clears throat> Uh, Irving says true pirate number two right here. Yeah, Irving. Out of the womb, right on Chandler. Hey, prove it, Irving. Prove it. <laughs> prove it. We want to know. Uh, let's see. John says, I'm a true freaking pirate, my guy. You questioning me? No, John. I'm not questioning you. You're a true pirate. Good to hear. Um, yeah, so we got that going for us. Let's head out to a guy, my guy. My guy. I'm going to say he's not a true pirate. He's not from North Carolina. Probably didn't grow up rooting for ECU. He's from Spartanburg. Yeah, he's from South Carolina. I doubt he's a, a pirate fan from birth. Gamecock. Yeah, probably so. Uh, Rajay Harris joining us on the Pit Electric Live line here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Rajay, great to catch up with you. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I couldn't be better. How about yourself? <laughs> it's good to hear, and, and we're doing fine here as well. And uh, Rajay, haven't talked to you in a while. Haven't really seen you in a while, but uh, while East Carolina was in Birmingham for the Birmingham Bowl, Troy D actually got a shot of East Carolina going off the field, a little video. And in that video, we see Rajay Harris walking by, and I would say walking with a pretty good stride, Rajay. And that, that was very positive for us uh folks to see you getting around so good so on that note kind of catch us up on how you're doing with the recovery uh you getting around all right and, and all that yes sir i'm doing great um i rehab every day uh monday through friday uh, saturday sunday is kind of my rest days um i work out monday wednesday friday um and you know shoot living life man i'm having fun with it uh, you know, I always consider no boring days, no no off days, no days being wasted. So, you know, I live I live by that one percent, man. I'm really trying to get better every day. You were living one percent, but before all this, so that's a good thing. You already had that that kind of mindset, that that mentality in you. So, uh, so are you are you able? Like, what exactly are you able to do right now? Uh, are you able to to run it all? Are you you working out the legs? Uh, what are you doing? Well. I'm just doing straight arms when I work out. Okay. I do majority of legs when I go to rehab, go to PT. So I do straight arms, but I do do squats a little bit. No weight, you know, just squats. Not going all the way down, but, you know, I do a little bit of squatting, uh, you know, lunges a little bit. But I haven't started running. I start running in February. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, man, like I said, man, I've just been doing upper body, trying to get stronger. You know, for that stiff arm can be be crazy next season. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the stiff arm uh, cogged and loaded. Uh, Rajay, as far as, like, the the schedule goes, and, and you know, every, every human is different, every recovery is different, I always bring up, like, Adrian Peterson because we kind of – we say, all right, a AP came back and ran for 2,000 yards. Why can't everybody come back? <laughs> you know, but he's a freak, and not everybody's like that. Possible. So, yeah, as far as, like, <laughs> the schedule goes, do you feel like your recovery is on schedule right now or are you ahead, behind? Like, where do you think you are right now as far as what you were told? Uh, 
you let the PTs and the trainers uh, say it. I'm, I'm ahead, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to stay the course. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, rush anything or or anything like that. But um, I would say I'm ahead. I uh, started, uh, you know, that's that's all God, man. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to be ahead. I'm not trying to rush anything. It's just, it's just how it is right now. I'm thankful for it. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, uh, a big part of the East Carolina team, not just with the touchdowns he scored and, and yards and all that before the injury, but after the injury, your role kind of changed, Rajay. You talked about how you kind of put on your coaching hat. It was awesome to see you uh, be at home games, uh, be able to go to the bowl game. So you were a big part of, of the success even after you weren't able to play. So I, I'm sure, you know, you would have rather been on the field, but how about that role you kind of took over uh, following the injury this season? I loved it, man. It made me look at everything different, everything. You know, I kind of sat back and I watched how guys practice, and you know that that kind of lit a fire up up my up my behind, man. Because it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people take this for granted. So once you get taken out of something, once you have to look at it from a from the other side, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, that's what I need to be doing. That's what I want to be doing for the, for the rest of my life. I want to be around football. I, I want to do something around football. So it kind of motivated me just seeing other people do it and, you know, watching other people do it. Why I can't, you know, I wish I was out there. But, you know, God had other plans. So, you know, just know for next year that I, I really be fired up by the season. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Rajay Harris joining us, Pit Electric Live Line, East Carolina running back. And uh, we saw some other great running backs for the Pirates this year. Keaton Mitchell, obviously, also Marlon Gunn. But let's talk about Keaton Mitchell declaring for the NFL draft. Uh, what, what kind of conversations uh, have you had with Keaton about that decision, Rajay? What, what have you, you guys talked about? Um, everything's been positive. You know, I'm proud of Keaton. He don't work for everything that he's got. Um, you know, like I said, just everything is positive, man. And, you know, I worked out with him this morning. You know, he called me yesterday and told me that he wanted to work out with me. Uh, so we worked out this morning, had some chats. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, just everything is positive with Keaton, man. You know, like he's ready to go train. I think he's leaving to go train next week um, back home. And, you know, like everything that he's got going on right now is, is straight God, man. God's blessing him because just how he works and, I perfect this craft, man, and you know, everything's everything's positive with him, man. All the vibes, everything, the attitude, everything's just positive with him. And I'm proud of him, man. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Much like yourself, always seems to have a very positive mind state. How about uh, you and Keaton were both able to come in and play as true freshmen. We saw that with Marlon Gunn as well. How about uh, him, you know, going through this season uh, and and being there, being on the field and getting some reps in year one, a, a bright future ahead of, for that young man too, right? Yep, you got that right. You know, you never know when it's going to be your opportunity. You know, I went down. Uh, after the fifth game, and, you know, he didn't shy away from nothing. He got in there, he ran the ball hard, he blocked for hope. You know, he caught out the back. So he did everything that he needed to do. So uh, I really see this year, um, this season, is going to be a special year for him as, as well. Rajay, what's it like, uh, the, the feeling last year where – you go to Annapolis for the military bowl. You don't get to play that game. You guys are frustrated. It really sounds like talking to Holton and uh, the guys that you guys were really, you know, motivated to beat Boston College last year, win that game. Uh, I guess East Carolina took out the frustration on Coastal this year in the Birmingham Bowl. But what's the feeling like coming off a bowl win rather than that kind of bitter taste you had last year to end the season? 
Well, you never want something to just be given to you. And I feel like all the guys on the team felt like last year was just given to us. You know, everybody considered us to win because they had COVID cases and they couldn't play. So we really wanted to, like, go get it on, on our own. We wanted to go win a game to let, let people know that we can win, you know, and get our ring by, by ourselves. And you feel me? And that's, that's what everybody was was feeling like that that's how they got motivated up to the game, you know, just wanting a ring, like Houghton said, you know, like he wanna he wanna leave here with a ring. So we got that done for Houghton, we got that done for all the seniors. So that that just made the younger class like, you know, anxious about next year, next season to keep on getting these rings and just keep on getting the rings and just establishing a winning program here at East Carolina. Yeah, and uh, and man, we've seen the change since Mike Houston's come in. We've seen the change since you've been here, Rajay, turning this thing around into a winner. And man, what a way to cap it off. Uh, uh, a lot of Pirate fans were there uh, at the Birmingham Bowl. You had Isaiah Winstead strutting through the end zone. Holden was doing the gritty. Everybody was dancing, smiling. I mean, that's the way to go out, right? I mean, that was uh, yeah. that was a heck of a celebration for your team. You got to have fun you know, I tell people all the time, man, it's, it's a lot of work that goes into this. You know, a lot of work off-season and in-season. But you got to always remember, you got to have fun with it. And I tell people all the time, the, the day I'm done having fun with it, the day I'm done with it. So, you know, as long as you see me with a smile on my face, <laughs> I mean, I'm still going. I mean, I'm still happy. I'm still loving what I'm doing. So, And I just, I just, I just see it in everybody, you know. I see the whole team. They got smiles on their face. They ready to go now. It's like... That bowl win right there motivated everybody. The younger guys, the older guys, the coaches, everybody. And, shoot, let's get it some more. Shoot, I want another ring after this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry for another one now. And, and Rajay, it's a pretty quick turnaround, right, as far as winter workouts. When does uh, all that get cranked up for the team? Um, I think Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, yeah Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you start kind of looking ahead of the calendar, at least we do, and you got uh, spring football, and, and you know, you'll, you'll get into that. So uh, as far as – uh, What's that? It's going to come fast. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, and, 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 I mean, you have a really good head on your shoulders about kind of enjoying every day, making the most of every day because, man, it, it does go by in a blink, right? Yeah, you got to, man. You got to enjoy it. I mean, you're like an old head now, pretty much, on this team. I really am. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> you went from young buck to old head pretty quick, Rasha. <laughs> really quick. <laughs> there you go rajay harris joining us pit electric live line here on pirate radio live uh rajay let's uh we'll talk uh a little playoffs your 49ers the hottest team in the nfl right now it might not matter who the quarterback is brock purdy putting up big numbers you got a healthy mccaffrey and debo brandon Ayuk stepping up kittle was a monster at the end of the year so that defense uh, i mean you you got to feel pretty good about your chances now, even with Brock Purdy to uh, to be, you know, kings of the NFC. What do you think? I love it, man. I love the odds. I love it, man. We started off the season a little, you know, shaky with the injuries. And, uh, you know, we're starting to get some players back. Uh, Debo played last week, and um, Ken Law came back for us. And, you know, it's just looking good for the 49ers right now, and I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, Eagles are the top seed uh cowboys uh probably the top wild card team you got minnesota uh, and bucks uh, also won their divisions who is the the biggest challenge is it the eagles uh in the nfc you think yeah most likely yeah that's 
that's going to be the team to beat right there, the Eagles, because you got to think, you know, that offense is loaded. That's, that's, that's the offense right there. And, you know, you got Jalen Hurts back there. You know, he's he's not new to this. You know, got to think. He played at Bama, you know, and played, you know, other places that, that led up to where he at now. So, he's driven. So, you, that's, that's, that's just going to be the team to beat. Everybody. How about in the AFC? Uh, you like the Bills, Chiefs, or, or maybe even the uh, the Bengals to get back to the Super Bowl? Who's the AFC challenger? I like the Bills, man. I ain't gonna lie, I like the Bills. Uh, they just different, you know. The quarterback is just—he's one of them. You know, he's not scared of nothing. He'll run it, can throw it. It's a tough guy. He reminds me of Houghton a little bit, and he's just just a tough guy. Rajay, let me ask you this while you're here. Speaking of the Bills, of course, the DeMar Hamlin um, tragedy, near tragedy that happened on the field, and awesome to see him you know, out of the hospital now. But when, as a football player that takes as many hits as you do and you see, I mean, you, you kind of know in the back of your head that, that stuff like that's possible, right? But I don't know. What do you try? You try not to think about it? Like, well, what's your thoughts, man? Because you're out there taking hits uh, every single day. Oh, it's very possible, you know. Like I say, you just got to live in the moment, man. Because tomorrow's not promised. So you got to live today like this is the last day living. You know, you got to spread the love, spread the positivity, which he did. But, uh, you know, you you never know. You know, he didn't know he was going to fall out like that. So, you know, you just got to play that play that down that you in 100% because the next one's not, hey, it might be gone the next one. So, um I love the support around the NFL, how they how they supported him during this time, him and his family. Uh, I'm glad he's doing all right now. Um, that was very that was a very crazy time right there. I wasn't even watching the game, honestly. I had went uh, to the back room about five minutes. I forgot what I was doing and I came back and I seen everybody on the field and I didn't know what was going on, so I clicked on social media, Twitter and um uh, I seen it and I was like, Man, that's crazy. You know, because like I just said, like the next play is not promised. So, uh, you know, it just make you look at everything different. You know, something like my injury, you just it just make you look at things different. And, like, you know, and it's so, yeah, man. I've watched millions of football games now, and and I've gotten to know the the players over the years. So I know you guys are are human beings. And even having said that, we kind of I still take it for granted. Like Jeremy Lewis chases after a quarterback, and and he's down after a play. And I'm just like, oh, he'll he'll limp off. He'll be back in a couple plays. Like that's just the way we look at it, you know. And and uh, but man, it always don't go that way. Uh, guys don't always come back. Rajay didn't come back. Uh, we got to wait to see him. So uh, it's uh, it's just, but it's it's part of the deal, I guess, man. It's it's kind of tough to say it that way, but but it is. Man, you got to charge it to the game, man. <laughs> there you go. Got to charge it to the game. Rajay, uh, what's on tap this weekend? Uh, you getting more work in? Are you relaxing? What you got going on? Uh, I just got out of my last class. I worked out this morning. I had rehab this morning. Uh, I'll probably relax a little bit. Got a banquet tomorrow with the team. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm back at it Monday. Ready to go. Awesome stuff, man. Rajay, great to catch up with you. Uh, I, I had no doubts the mindset would be exactly what it is. You always are very positive. You always lifted our spirits coming in here on Mondays. So we appreciated that during the season. And keep up the good work uh, on and off the field, Rajay. We, we enjoy talking with you, man. I appreciate you, my guy, man. Y'all have a great day. Rajay Harris seems like he's always having a great day and uh, great to hear his recovery is going well and uh, looking forward to seeing 
big four seven back on the field in 2023 rajay harris joining us today on the pit electric live line we appreciate rajay's time we'll take a time out come back got more to go we'll wrap up hour number one and get you ready for hour two here on pirate radio live as chandler honeycutt the grind never stops so that means double duty for shirley Rhodes working audio and video here on a friday putting in the work we'll be back with you on pirate radio live right after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, taking a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. If I had a dime for every top 25 college basketball game tonight, I would have one dime. Purdue hosting Nebraska, the lone top 25 game coming up on this Friday night. Saturday, you got a full slate of college basketball. Um, NC State will host number 16, Miami. Uh, The Wolfpack coming off wins over Duke and on the road at Virginia Tech. So uh, a chance for Kevin Keats' guys to make a little noise in the ACC. We'll talk um, a little more local hoops with Brian North coming up later on in today's show. But that one going on at noon on Saturday. Uh, Other games of note, number 14, Iowa State at number 2, Kansas uh clemson six and oh in acc play will host duke coming up five o'clock on saturday and then on sunday pirates uh finally back home after a couple of road contests they will be taking on south florida at one o'clock former pirate tristan newton and yukon uh undefeated at home this year will be at home against st john's and marquette at xavier uh Big East showdown coming up sunday in top 25 action in college basketball nfl we've got you covered all weekend long a wild card weekend and we've got two on saturday three on sunday and a monday nighter for you on saturday at four it's the seahawks and 49ers kickoff around 4 30 and then kickoff around 8 15 saturday night for chargers jags dolphins bills will play one o'clock on sunday followed by the giants at vikings nightcap is ravens at Bengals, and then monday night it'll be the cowboys at the buccaneers we'll have all those games for you we will discuss those games coming up in just a moment and uh we've got some news on the will they won't they as far as uh, sean mcveigh goes for the rams he has announced or at least adam schefter is reporting on twitter that sean mcveigh will return to the rams next season all right so that means we remain at five spots that uh, teams that do not have head coaches we'll talk about that with tony dunn in a moment as well carolina indianapolis denver houston arizona we will not add the rams 
to that list as sean mcveigh is staying put there in la so let's get our final break in this hour we'll come back talk nfl we'll hear from uh, our old friend cj schaefer will join us on the pit electric live line to make some picks with us as we talk wild card weekend and everything else going on in the nfl that's on the way when we return pirate radio live hour two on a friday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. And uh, do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Isn't it ironic? Shirley, stat to consider. Stat to consider. Tony, you're a bit of a hockey guy, a little more than I am. Tony Dunn's here. Hey, Tony. Hello. Rod Brindamore is the third fastest coach in NHL history to win 200 games. Man. The Canes have done great under him. You know what I mean? They just win no matter what each year. It's just can they get over the hump in the postseason? They went from probably the longest playoff drought in the NHL to now it's one of those braves 90s situations where it's regular season doesn't matter what's going to happen when the postseason yeah, yeah. you just kind of wait till playoffs begin so that's uh and that's a great place to be it kind of stinks it's that way but like man uh they are having a lot of success i wanted to bring this up is uh shirley kudos to you for the sounds game yesterday uh, I would have destroyed it. I was in there getting all of them, man. I was getting all of them, and now, I was like, "Man, how could I beat Cliff at anything like this?" That now well, I, it was infuri- well for them. It, it's not that they didn't know it; they knew. They just didn't know. But that's how I am with names. I know. Do you them. think if you were under these bright lights in the hot seat, would that have changed anything? I mean, maybe that's usually when I screw up. But no, I I admit I I did. I got poorly. that PlayStation one, the one like from the uh, the PlayStation two or whatever. Yeah, was like one now of the she early said original PlayStation. It was one of the early. PlayStation. I was a PS two guy. I was a Super Nintendo guy. So like I was a Sega Genesis guy. Sega Genesis guy. I had a PlayStation though. I had all of them. I oh, had wait. every PlayStation. So what was the equivalent to PlayStation? Sixty four. Oh. I guess I was a PlayStation guy. Yeah. Never mind. I lied. Uh, yeah, I choked. I, I admit. Uh, I mean, Netflix, that is... The that one, the that one just I shows got, you right there. I go through life not paying attention yeah. to any I got that Netflix one, too. I was like, how do you guys not get this? The one, though, that is, screwed me up, and I had to go do, you know, take my kids home, uh, was the Tom and Jerry. I said Warner Brothers, like the... 
just kind of Warner Brothers cartoons, which is all of those cartoons, right? Uh, yeah. And But Tom and Jerry had a very specific yeah. thing. Yeah. But now, And if you go back and you listen to Looney Tunes, it sounds close, but it is right. very different. It was fun. I liked it. I hope cool game, uh, cool I, neat story, cool neat game. <laughs> I hope there are enough sounds uh, from our <laughs> lives that you, we can continue that. I I have actually done some research and there are enough sounds to. So <laughs> turns so out there's Thursday, a lot of sounds in the world. So Thursday we will have another episode. Something of to look forward to. Sound. All right, Tony. Um, no offense, but, but be prepared to be offended. I, yeah i don't even think you'll be offended like i didn't know and i watched red zone i didn't know if the panthers won or lost until like six o'clock sunday when i looked it up myself and because it was such a, a meaningless game it gets lost in the shuffle and washington it was meaningful for dallas so i saw quite a bit of that because they kept showing Dak sucking but like that that panther saints game if you were not looking for it you weren't going to find it 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 was not going to be discussed i'm still unclear if we won or lost to be honest did you watch the game yes i did what uh did anything happen in that game too yeah it got smoked for four quarters and then at the end sam darnold led a touchdown drive yeah that's it I, i mean miss kick miss field goal kick by the saints and just kept them in it I'll tell you how I reacted to Washington beating Dallas. I was pissed. So mad. I was I, that they wasted the week before where if they'd have won the week before against Cleveland at home, that's how I, that's they'd have been in the playoffs. Same exact yeah. same exact thing. I started the post game show. I said, Is this a win, a loss, a loss win or a win loss? You know, like is because not only is it meaningless, but then you fall in the draft. Yep. You know, it's just, and you really got beat the entire game too. So it was like, it was a, it was an odd, odd game. Uh, really a snoozer. I guess the Panthers did finish with a pretty darn good division record, right? We or did at actually. least three we, and three. Was it four and two? Maybe uh, one and one against the Saints. One and one uh, against probably the, three I mean, and three. one and one against the Bucks. I mean, one and one against yeah. the Falcons. Uh, Falcons and swept the Saints. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's four and two. Yep. Nah. So there you go. What's crazy is Steve Wilkes finished with what seven wins? <laughs> I don't even know, but like yeah. it's crazy how yeah. like uh, he's got more wins in any season than uh, Matt Rule had, and he just played and coached 12 games. Have you been looking around, like, looking at these lists of best job openings at the moment, like, best positions uh, if you are to take over? Because I see the Panthers at the very top of a lot of these lists people are making as far as what teams a coach should want to go to. They are doing that uh, simply based on division records. You think so? Yeah. I mean... uh, And draft capital, maybe? They're definitely not doing it based on quarterback situation no no <laughs> i think you would go to i think with indianapolis they're gonna say look no quarterback mess of a team division that's got a surging jaguars right now yeah, they're um, but yeah i mean like that one is i think the indianapolis denver if terrible. you want to talk about divisions denver that you got to face herbert and that's why uh, they're Mahomes. that's why that's the worst job because yeah. they also gave up a bazillion draft picks for Russell Wilson, I think uh, Arizona is an attractive job. You know, I mean, it's decent. It's a tough division, but 
um, not impossible. And uh, Carolina is a good one if you could just get a quarterback. And, you know, you don't have any, you know, you got all your draft picks. So it's not a, a terrible spot. I tell you what is a terrible spot, I think, is Houston. And I know that's strange because they're picking, like, number well, – how about those guys going and winning a game for the Gipper and getting out of first? Apparently, like, Lovey Smith knew he was going to be fired so. before the game. <laughs> So to win that game is awesome for you. And I hate the discussion about why are these players doing this, like hurting their team. They, these guys, what are they going to tank so they can get overdrafted and then lose their job? Like yeah, the they, players are not going to lose on purpose. No, they need to put on every good piece of tape they can together. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What's wild though is just go pull up the Houston Texans roster. It is horrendous. I don't even know if I know any other name on that list other than Brandon Cooks and maybe one of these. The They like the rookie running back, uh, Pierce, I believe his name is. Brandon Cooks at receiver. I, I couldn't name many other Texans. I mean, you can look at the roster and still not know any of the guys. It's yeah, crazy. It's uh, not a good situation there in Houston How can right they now. be – how can the roster be that bad? And another – kind of example of how anything that comes out of New England is tainted. Nick Casario, who was a hot name, one that we thought we that's who we wanted as our GM, and he has done absolutely nothing for the Texans. I guess he got them three first round picks for Well yeah, it's been there Watson. very long, right? Two at least two years. Okay. Uh so Carolina up there as far as job openings right now. Tony, what is the scuttlebutt on interviews and and what's the uh, latest? <sighs> nice size. I know. We it's, got a Tony uh, side. Yeah. Is uh, Look, is we started out with Jim Caldwell. That um, is about as boring as it gets. Yeah. I mean, a very good, a, a good hire, though. It would be a good hire. The only, I guess, concern for him is 67 years old. How would that be a good hire? He that has isn't... been successful as a head coach in both places and, and as an offensive coordinator. I think yeah. he was the Eagles coordinator. When they won the Super Bowl with Nick Folks, is that his name? (laughs) First of all, his name is Nick Foles. Foles. Is he an offensive or defensive guy? He's offense. Well, Frank Reich was the coordinator. All right, that's uh, Caldwell was with the. He was with um, the Colts when they went to the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. Okay, yeah, he had. uh, He took Detroit. Now he did like have a winning record with the Lions. Yeah. Took, I mean, he took Detroit to the playoffs twice. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that right there right there. Yeah. yeah, they are interviewing Frank Wright. That's why I crossed my wires there. Is he was the offensive coordinator yeah. for uh, the Eagles and has had some success in Indianapolis. But that was you want to kind of weird how f- all that fail, how that fell like it did. Yeah, I think Frank Wright is more boring than Jim Caldwell. Almost, it's like he's just white Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Do you want white Jim Caldwell or black Frank Wright? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then they Biggie Smalls was the black Frank White. They they inter, uh, they interviewed Steve Wilkes. Uh, now the names they've then put in are Ben J- uh, Ben Johnson, the De- Detroit Lions coordinator, offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive Mike coordinator. Mike Kafka, quarterback. Uh, yes. And Ben Johnson was a walk-on at Carolina, by the way. North Carolina? Yeah. 
uh mike kafka man i hadn't heard that name in a while how do i know that name i don't know went to northwestern and never really did it i guess i just knew him at northwestern from 05 to 09 okay anyway they put in uh, a request to interview the eagles coordinator stitching i think his name is offensive coordinator and now supposedly oh uh kellen moore basically they're interviewing every single offensive coordinator who has made the playoffs this year okay all right and then D'Amico ryan's i think yeah may pop up like i think i saw his name pop up recently as well as some people said that is it gerard mayo uh, I just saw where he was being retained. Yeah, but he's coming back to New England. They did put in a request to interview. What is he, a coordinator? He is like a linebacker's coach. Okay. I mean, he didn't get off the field that long ago. I still remember him as a player. They said that he would be defensive coordinator if it wasn't just bill belichick's job like oh, you're right. never gonna get defensive coordinator there so and again just because we don't know these names like at one point in time nobody knew the name vince lombardi you know nobody oh come on what do you mean i mean yeah we didn't know it because we weren't born but yeah i mean okay fine like, at one point in time nobody knew the name kyle shanahan right it was, uh, well, it was mike's well, kid yeah i mean that no, not the best do one. you not understand my point Yes, everybody starts somewhere. Everybody does start somewhere, but, but these names are boring as hell. Well, I was trying to give you a a little lemonade with your lemons, but nah, apparently you don't like nah, lemonade. I have been uh, eating lemons all week, <laughs> just right. sucking on them, <laughs> sucking lemons dry. And you know, uh, you guys, the Commanders uh, requested they tried to get um, Caldwell to be their offensive coordinator, but he said no. He's only taking head job, head coaching positions. Hmm. I didn't even know that. I I just knew we fired Norris, boy. No more Scotty Turner. Should probably fire Ron Rivera. I know. Um, I don't know if Scott Turner was the problem. I got so, well. I thought I had that exact same thought because I was so mad seeing red at Rivera and Carson Wentz that I forgot when we sat here at this table and Brian Robinson was pounding the Giants' ass for eight yards of carry and then Scott Turner wants to run a triple reverse flea flicker. Remember that crap? <laughs> so, yeah, Scott Turner does suck. I had to remind myself that he does suck. Okay. All right. Sorry. Hey, Ron. Hey. Wings over green. Yeah. That'll put a smile on my Wings face. Wings over. Wings delivers. Wings over delivers. Yeah. Wings over delivers. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Coaching update. Who's the man? Is uh, is your guy getting a fair shake? Uh, interim. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. No. I mean, uh? yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the only, like, he's just not going to get the job. Really? Probably not. Huh. Probably not. And I'm, I don't even know why Harbaugh is not being interviewed. It just drives me nuts. Oh, really? Yeah. After huh. his two-hour interview with Denver. <laughs> I, I guess maybe Mike I Mike P's got a good line, Tony. What? Every friend starts as a stranger, Tony. It's <laughs> a great way to look at it, Mike P. Mike, you're already my friend. <laughs> uh, sorry, you were saying? Um, what were I guess saying? the strange part about Jim Harbaugh is him courting te- NFL teams so hard. Like, he's begging them. Yeah, but he said he's coming back to Michigan. So he just did it all just... No, to- that statement he put out was talking about how he's... A, but the line he used was... While nobody can guarantee what's going to happen in the future, I see myself coaching Michigan. Like, he didn't say anything. He courted the Vikings last year. 
and then he wanted re- the job yeah right? and then he reached out to the panthers and the Broncos. like he's begging to oh he had a chat with tepper yeah. or what was that about yeah. just like let's a hang out call. yeah it was just like hey you want to interview me what are you doing you up <laughs> you up have you seen uh hunters <laughs> i have tony has it's very good just recommend season it to two me. just came out all right let's uh anything else panthers before we get to these playoff teams um no who has no oh i guess here is will the bears i think one thing that's gonna be interesting can the carolina panthers still get justin fields i think there's two (laughs) stories right two is this is one is like do the bears want to trade justin fields straight up for a first round pick do they want to trade out of that number one pick both could be interesting to the carolina panthers and then the other news that's been wild and i've been saying my dream would be having lamar jackson yeah and this story just continues to get more i guess contentious and like the relationship between them and now lamar is like super defending his injury and he said it's a p2 spring verging on p3 and i want to be out there with my guys um but you got to wonder is he you know upset or at least protecting himself as an investment and if him going out there on the field imagine what that they're going to go play the Bengals. if they get smoked by the Bengals, that doesn't help his contract negotiations if they he gets hurt against the Bengals, that doesn't help his contract negotiations. the only thing is lamar would have to go out there and pull off a one-man show and beat the cincinnati Bengals in kind of an upset that's the only way that he's going to come out of that looking positive all right, I'm going to be honest. I'm not – I haven't read the whole article. I'm only reading clips. I'm only reading quotes. But Glenn told me about this earlier today. Pretty rare, Tony, for a player to come out and talk about a teammate in any kind of negative light. Uh, just today, Jadavion Clowney was apologizing for saying the Browns used preferential treatment to Miles Garrett. I don't know if you followed that story at all, but – uh clowny was butthurt on how like he was like, like i'm supposed to be that i'm used to being that guy he was like they don't care about winning they just want to get garrett in the hall of fame something like that wow. was, yeah. <laughs> um and and but so sammy watkins says uh in this league everybody's pretty much banged up hurt i don't want to speak for him in a situation and whatever he's going through with the contracts i don't know what world he's in but for me, you got a chance to do something special. We all know with Lamar Jackson out there, this team is really freaking good. Special things can happen. Uh, he can wheel this team to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's thinking about it that way. So, what does that really mean? It's like almost like I want to say he's being critical, and then is he trying to at the end? says that's a question if he's healthy or not i don't know i haven't been watching him for him to even talk about it though is particularly very when this guy has missed more time <laughs> than any player probably in in nfl history so maybe he just got rolling and was in a conversation and stuff but i don't know it seems it's very odd that he would bring didn't they up. just sign him again who the ravens Watkins? Yeah. I didn't know he was on an NFL roster until this Sunday when I was watching Man, Red Zone. Very, it's been recent. He was a recent addition. Because he was with the Packers Yeah, uh, earlier this year. Uh, we've got some transfer portal news that we will discuss when we return. And we'll make some picks and enjoy some Wings Over Greenville. we got Wings Over Greenville in the house. Awesome. Wild card weekend food for this weekend and i'm gonna sample some and let you know how it is 
Uh, we got portal news regarding ECU football players. I got to update my list. And we got picks when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Euro Pub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville, just a few blocks from ECU's campus. Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday with from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Surely you'll get some garlic parm fries before they're gone. I think we saved you a little bit. I will as soon as I can get to a stopping point. Uh, tenders as well. And I'm not a blue cheese guy, but something about Wings Over Greenville's blue cheese. I think they make it with love. I think that's what I taste. It's really good. Uh, but Wings Over Greenville, uh, great, great football food for this weekend. So uh, go ahead and, and grab your favorite. So many great flavors. I enjoy, once again, on the side some garlic parm uh, tots or fries but uh can't go wrong with wings over greenville tony dunn already right. enjoying it as well there's nothing wrong with fried chicken ever ever all right we are going to head out to the pit electric live line in a moment and welcome on our old friend cj schaefer but before we do i gotta update my list my list of outgoing ecu football players from 2022 steven igo tweets out a few minutes ago that ECU defensive lineman Emmanuel Hickman and the rocked-up one Rick DeBrew, along with wide receiver Taji Hudson, came in as a quarterback, moved over to receiver, have all entered the transfer portal. And uh, could be some playing time issues here. Hickman certainly played a, a key role. And Rick DeBrew at times kind of, I mean, I guess got in the doghouse. Um, we saw him on the field a little bit this season, but really thought he'd make a much bigger impact for ecu taji hudson just never uh got on the field and thought he could develop and grow into a wide receiver saw him out there in the bowl game and had a thought that okay maybe this could lead to something but just never uh well we're not going to find out if it, it will or not because he is gone uh those three entering the transfer portal so uh, i was wrong earlier today when i said no uh portal entries for ecu uh, because here are three right now. All right, we have C.J. Schaefer joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. Not a true pirate, not a true pirate radio employee joining us. C.J., how you doing, man? I was doing good until I heard you uh, not even give me a chance to defend myself before you started going. Well, are you here? I am now, and I have nothing to say. So, I mean, are, you're not physically here. Where are you uh, in the United States talking to us from? Uh, currently from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, we don't have a, an Atlanta satellite studio down there, CJ. 
So who are you uh, who are you working with now? Well, first off, you can always put a second office down here. Uh, <laughs> second, I work for uh, Turner Sports now. With, uh, with Charles Barkley? No, not with Charles Barkley. <laughs> uh. But I do work in the same building as Charles Barkley. Have you ever seen? You ever see Charles and Kenny and EJ and Shaq? I have seen Ernie Johnson, not the rest of them. Oh, all right. Uh, what are you doing, CJ? Let everybody know. I am uh, doing social media for March Madness men's basketball. Um, it's been a blast so far. I'm only a few months in, but uh, I've had a great time and met a lot of cool people, done a lot of cool stuff. Um, just having a great time. And I know the answer to this, but just to let everybody know, has the March Madness official account on uh, social media, which has a lot of eyeballs, a lot of followers, a lot of views, has it tweeted about East Carolina basketball this season? We certainly have. I'm trying to push uh, East Carolina men's basketball as much as I can. Unfortunately, that's not very that's not very much. They won't allow me to go very far, but. Um, I don't remember how long ago this game was. I guess a couple weeks ago against uh, Temple, I want to say it was at home, the half-court buzzer beater uh, that put ECU, I think, up one at the break or whatever the score was at that time. That ended up going up around the March Madness uh, social media accounts, and it did some did some pretty good numbers. Got I, I want to say it ended up on Twitter with like 40,000 views, um, so it did pretty well. Yeah, um, good to get ECU on the main stage. You could sneak them in inadvertently sometimes, like uh, how Cincinnati hit like 43s against them. True. Yeah, you're going to be like, hey, uh, this team ECU just let up 67% three-point three, uh, shooting. Yeah, they would be featured a lot more if uh, you guys wanted to see the negative. Mm. Positive only. Uh, CJ, positive clip. speaking of positive, um all of our teams won their last game of the season. A lot of momentum heading into 2023. I'm just kidding about momentum. Nobody cares. Uh, do you care, CJ, that Mike Tomlin kept the streak alive for uh, not having a losing record? Uh, yes, I do. Um, partially for my own pride and partially because, I, well, I'll kind of switch it a little bit. I was I was a little bit happy. You always want to make the playoffs, but I was okay with the Steelers missing the playoffs because, I mean, look, we would have been the seventh seed, uh, played Buffalo. It wouldn't have been pretty. So I would rather take a win, finish nine and three, and that that nine and or I'm sorry, nine and eight, and that nine and eight actually ended up being seven and two after the Steelers bye week. Um, so I mean. I know you just did get get done saying you don't care about momentum, but oh, it's di- it's different with your team than ours because you have Kenny Pickett and the Steelers certainly look good second half of the season. In fact, I've heard this conversation. I'll bring it up to uh, to you guys. Who would you rather have in the playoffs in the AFC? It was down to let's see, Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers. In the NFC, it was down to Lions, Packers, Seahawks. So pick one for each one. Tony, AFC, who would you rather have in this game versus Buffalo? Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers? Uh, Patriots. My answer would be Pittsburgh. Um, How about NFC? Green Bay, Detroit, Seattle. Who would you rather see against the Niners? Uh, 
I was rooting for Green Bay because of that wild comeback they were going to make. I was uh, hoping for Detroit. Either way, none of the teams we wanted were in. CJ, I noticed something. When you were here physically picking games, you crapped on the Steelers all season. But when you left, every week I would get a text from you picking the Steelers. Um, but that says, I guess, the kind of season they had in the second half of the season, right? Yep, I, and I noticed that, too, a couple times. Um, there was a there were periods like three or four weeks in a row where I was sending you uh, my How about those friggin' pirates? And the Steelers were my pick. Most uh, sweet. Um, but the thing is, I was picking the Steelers, and they were winning. I mean, like I said, 7-2 and two after the bye week to end the season. Um, I mean, that's nothing to brush off. I mean, it's, and if we're being realistic, obviously the Steelers are the team I obviously would have wanted to see uh, go into the playoffs if I had my pick. But we would have been blown out by Buffalo, but it would have been, it would have been a nice feather in the cap to go from uh, two and six and turn the season completely around and go back to the playoffs. All right, we got to make picks. We're running out of time here. What a juxtaposition between the mild-mannered CJ and how about them freaking pirates? Yeah, could you tell Mike Houston to calm down back there, Shirley? <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. I was trying to type something. I was using the wrong keyboard. <laughs> this is what happens when you have three keyboards over here and you're trying to figure out which one is supposed to go where. That was good stuff. Mm. All right, um, let's go. Uh, first of all, I caught CJ. I went eleven and or I went thirteen and three last week to cj's 10 and six and i caught him uh we both finished with 151 wins on the year tony dunn finishing second with 160 chandler at 164 so chandler our regular season picks champion he has texted me his picks and uh we will get to those right now starting with saturday seahawks at 49ers something unique about these playoffs they're all rematches from the regular season every single one uh 49ers swept seattle in the regular season and they will win again coming up on saturday agreed the purdy it's been purdy it has been purdy work uh cj uh i agree i'm gonna take the 49ers i don't i don't think it'll be particularly particularly close uh my nfc representative in the super bowl back in august and my representative today. Have they been better with Brock Purdy? Yes. They have been absolutely. I think they won 10 in a row. That's absolutely crazy. rolling right now. All right. There are three games this week that are basically double-digit point spreads. There are three games this week that are within a field goal. Here's one that's within a field goal. I've been going back and forth on this one all week. Chargers at Jaguars. Jags won 38-10. to 10. Kind of a weird one. I think Herbert was banged up. Uh, but in the regular season, uh, Jacksonville hammered L.A. Uh, Tony, who you got in this one? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You guys pick first. I am taking – I want the Jags to win. I might change yeah, my mind. that's who I'm cheering for, I think. By Saturday, but I'm going to take the Chargers. CJ. I think Mike Williams – being announced out today I, I think it's not nothing i mean that's a big explosive player who makes a difference offensively um and is almost exclusively the big play guy for the team so if not him then where so i think 
I think the Jacksonville story can continue, and it might be picking with my heart maybe because I think it'd be more fun, but I'm going to take Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going to go Jacksonville. I am uh, I'm excited to see – Herbert Lawrence duel it out yeah, on Saturday Herbert's, night in the playoffs. Herbert's going to throw like 500 yards, and Trevor Lawrence is going to win. They're going to win by 20 and have like 192 yards passing. <laughs> he has driven me nuts on, in prize picks this Who, year. Uh, Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. All right, Sunday, Dolphins at Bills. They split during the regular season, but that doesn't matter at all because there's no Tua. So I will take Buffalo as a hefty favorite. I think we're all going to take Buffalo. And that's the only reason I didn't say the Dolphins as the team I wanted to see is just because we Me have too. to look at the Skyler guy or whatever. Yeah. The wife from Breaking Bad. <laughs> that's what I think of too. <laughs> uh, CJ, you taking the upset here? No. Buffalo by a lot. I wonder if we're making a mistake because we're not going to pick upsets in these big spread games. And one of them could. Not in that one. All right. Giants at Vikings. The smart money, uh, as I listen to shows and podcasts and things, apparently is on New York. Everybody likes New York. I understand why you want to fade the Vikings here, but I'm not going to do it. I don't think. I, why? Why do you? Why do I what? Why do you fade the Vikings? Because of Kirk Cousins, because they have a negative point differential. Like they have a fool's gold uh record by the way this is a fraud off i've called both of these teams kind of fake all year uh i'm gonna take the vikings at home they won in a good one in minnesota in the regular season 27 24 i will take the vikings on sunday same uh cj you did just get done mentioning one of these teams is going to pull off the upset and this is the one i'm going to go with all right Somebody has to do it. I'm going to go with the Giants. Yeah, I mean, this has kind of become the trendy underdog pick this yeah. week. And uh, they've been bad down the stretch, though. Who? The Giants. Not they necessarily. Been great. They got waxed by Philly, but they beat Washington, tied with Washington. They're not that good. That's why they've I been know. bad. I mean, they're not. They're not good. The Vikings got to win this game. I agree. Come on. I agree. Relative to their position, I would. I would wager to say these are two of the most unimpressive teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Ravens at Bengals. They split during the regular season. That doesn't matter because Lamar Jackson is not playing. And talk about a hot team coming into the playoffs. In the NFC, it's the Niners. In the AFC, it is the Bengals. I will take Cincinnati. Uh, Same here. And, man, are the Bengals going back to the Super Bowl? That'd be crazy. (sighs) I hope not because I had a tweet last year that said Joe Burrow is Dan Marino. Made the Super Bowl early in his career, <laughs> lost, and never goes back to the Super Bowl. I know, Bowl. you would hate for that one tweet <laughs> to just be wrong. I know, I mean, it would be brutal. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to hate the Bengals for the rest of time. I have to root against them. I have to root for my tweets. Chandler's taking the Bengals. Uh, CJ. I am also taking the Bengals. And Monday night, Chandler is taking the Bucks at home. CJ, who are you taking, Bucks cowboys I'm going to take the Cowboys. I don't I don't really like either of these teams that much either, but I just think the Cowboys have more. If both teams play their best, Dallas wins. The problem is Dallas hadn't looked their best in a long time. Dak Prescott has looked awful. Um, I just think they're better, and I'm taking Dallas on the road, even though the Bucs uh, dominated in the regular season opener this year. 
Yeah, I'm going Cowboys as well. I think the Cowboys, they just have to have a better than average game and they can beat the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are going to have to play so much better than they've played for the la- all season to win this game. I mean, and, and you're not going to have Mike Evans catch three touchdowns against them. I mean, I just can't see that happening. CW, our uh, fellow Bucks fan uh, friend, Tony, said that as long as we're within like 10 to 14 points at halftime we got a chance if you're and, only and down two scores in the fourth quarter they they do have a chance and the other thing is why don't they just let tom brady run uh no huddle the entire game and not that you have to be a hurry up but just i feel like they he, they can't substitute defensively he calls the plays and he just dissects people so quickly They've been so good in the fourth quarter. If they could probably just play the fourth quarter, they would have be like undefeated. Is the coach that loses this game on the hot seat, CJ? Or will they both be back regardless? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a warm seat heading into the next year, but I'm not gonna say their job is in danger no matter the outcome here. I think they both could be fired after this game, regardless. I mean, like, I mean, if the Cowboys lose, they, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, kind of like the downward spiral of this team. Um, McCarthy, they're just, he's, you know, just a wet noodle. Well, Jerry only does it if he knows he's got, what, Peyton or Harbaugh or something coming, right? And he could get either. Yeah. He could get either. And then I think you should just fire Todd Bowles, period. Yeah. Brutal year. All right, CJ, good to hear from you. Yep, good to hear from you guys as well. Thank you for having me on. Keep up the madness work. And um, we uh, tell Barkley I said, What's up? (laughs) Later. There is CJ Schaefer joining us from Hotlanta. Tony, no, uh, y'all got content this weekend? Uh, just the Friday free for all tonight, but yeah. no, thank God. <laughs> get a break on yeah, Sunday. Just gonna like watch football. You get to watch three football games. It's gonna be great. Yep. And I don't have to go to work on Monday. Wow. What? Whoop. Big weekend for Tony Dunn. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Yeah, thank you. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Brian North joins us. We'll talk about uh, the recent portal additions for ECU football. Three names just dropping: Manny Hickman, Rick DeBrew, Taji Hudson. We'll talk about that and uh, talk some hoops as well with North when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. ECU football alum Dakota Marshall is the owner of First and Goal Hauling, and with a fleet of dump trucks, he does it all. He hauls dirt, asphalt, stone, and a whole lot more. And with First and Goal Hauling, it is a touchdown every time. Follow First and Goal Hauling on Facebook today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. I was called during the break and uh, reprimanded by a friend and listener who was talking about my smacking and chewing and heavy breathing during that last segment while I ate these wings over Greenville. And I will apologize 
for the unpleasant sounds coming through your speakers i will not apologize for being true to who i am true to myself i am not going to sit up here and tell you to go buy or eat a product that i wouldn't eat myself so i'm i'm eating it enjoying it i've gone through an entire blue cheese cup here i'm almost done with my plate i'm going to be real with you and if this food sucks i'll tell you it sucks but it's the opposite it's awesome and i want to eat more of it and i'm going to and you should too wings over greenville again i apologize for the the unattractive sounds but i will not apologize for being me a fat kid at heart and a wings over greenville fan brian north joins us on the pill electric live line hello brian <laughs> what are you chewing on over there? <laughs> uh, the uh, and I just stopped in at some Bohanglaze. And- ah, there you go. You're good. I apologize for the screaming that's about to happen as I get them out of the car. It reminds me, Shirley, of when we had Todd Graffinini on that time, and Todd was like, basically, we can do this interview until the kids just, you know, lose it and start screaming. Right. I was like, all right, cool. And sure enough, we went 8, 10, 11. But, like, we hit that 12th minute, and it was just nonstop crying and screaming. And he was like, all right, got to go. So if that does happen, Brian, uh, just hang up the phone. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, We've got some portal entries. Oh, i got a stat to consider real quick, Shirley. Stat to consider. Stat to consider. I might need to revise one of my picks that I just made. Trevor Lawrence has never, ever lost on a Saturday unbelievable college pro high school middle school rec league undefeated lifetime on saturdays well that ain't edge what does that mean brian for uh chargers jaguars do you take any stock in that stat um no not no not uh not where he is now um i look they're, they're they've won five in a row they're playing well but just something. Just the gut feeling in me, which could be the uh, spicy fries I just ate, but the gut feeling I've had for a few days now is that uh, it's because Jacksonville's the trendy pick now. Something about San Diego, uh, San Diego, so LA's defense. Um, I guess they're going to give Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence fit, and now he's going to lose for the first time on a Saturday. Well, speaking of trendy picks, the Giants are a trendy pick, and I am going opposite of that one as well. Are you jumping on board with that uh, trendy upset for this weekend? Uh, no. Daniel Jones, first playoff game, and quarterbacks in their first playoff games, what were they, 0-3 if their name was not uh, Joe Burrow last year? So, hmm. um, so I just something about and, and, and going against – but the thing is, you know, Kirk Cousins has his prime time issues as well. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I – I just don't think the Giants have quite enough talent yet, and I think Minnesota's got a lot of it. So As, unless Kirk Cousins goes all prime-time Kirk Cousins, then maybe there's some issues. But, but As, no, I'm going, I would go Minnesota on that one. As much as I'm looking forward to that quarterback matchup Saturday night, Herbert Lawrence under the light slinging it around in a playoff game, I am not looking forward to Daniel Jones' Kirk Cousins on a Sunday. Just <laughs> That's not doing it for me. Uh, all right, back to the ECU news. 
uh brian north joining us on the pit electric live line with the kids in tow uh three more portal entries there is a list of 23 players that i compiled brian of players that were on the 22 roster that will not be on the 23 roster make that 26 now because defensive lineman emmanuel hickman and rick debrew along with wide receiver taji hudson uh all uh going to the portal according to steven igo wow uh, the Hickman one surprises me. I thought he was primed to be. But I think this is what happens, though. There's this recruiting going on now. Yeah, I hear you. Let's go. <laughs> we all hear you. Gonna get out? Are you going to get out? You sound like uh, Hickman when uh, when you said you were uh, going to go and transfer. So I'm surprised by him. But that's the recruiting that's going on these days, is that the universities are saying, we're going to make you better. And I, and I always cannot figure out. Yes, no. <laughs> Brian, do you need to go? Get the flower now? <laughs> what am I doing for you? No, you're not getting iced tea. You'll be up all night. What is wrong with you? All right, here. Take the tea. <laughs> go. Oh, man. What, what's happening? And we saw this with Avery Jones. And what I'm hearing was, you know, Illinois recruited Avery Jones. He says he's going there, and they're all happy that they stole him away, telling him that he could not make it to the NFL at ECU. He had to go to a Big Ten school, so he does. And then all of a sudden Auburn says, if you want to go to the NFL, come here. So we're seeing some of that backdoor dealings of people saying you cannot get to the NFL if you stay at the university you're at. I think that's some of the recruiting tactics we're seeing right now. So. Well, and it's a trickle-down effect from everything. I mean, ECU can use that for like winstead at toledo right like hey correct we got more eyeballs on us than toledo come here so yeah right right no it's gonna it's gonna be a whole new interesting way of recruiting now and using some of those tools and i think we're also going to be seeing a lot of the um what do you call them hangers on uh uh, middlemen Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of those which we used to see in basketball with um you know people making the connections uh, the the side man. We're going to see a lot of that. So a coach is trying to uh, you know talk to a kid, and but the person that answers the phone is the uncle or the uh, representative of the client. Right. Yeah. People working backdoor deals, so the kid doesn't have to actually say, "No, you know, I've, I haven't talked to them." But uh, yeah, you know, you go through the side uncle and pay him a little bit of money on the side that doesn't have to be reported to Uncle Sam. You get in that way, and so there's all sorts of crazy stuff that's going to happen now with the with the portal brian north joining us pit electric live line brian uh, we'll let you run here in a minute or two real quick some hoops uh east carolina back in action at home trying to get a, a bad taste out of their mouths after what happened uh with a lot of three-pointers going up in their mouths against uh, cincinnati the other night uh they'll take on south florida on sunday at one o'clock uh big a uh, couple big games tomorrow in the acc one in raleigh remember brian we talked about you know nc state uh, knocking off duke and i thought you brought up a good point all right uh, give me uh virginia tech coming up this weekend because uh nc state's got let down written all over it credit to keats and the Wolfpack. they go win that game in blacksburg now they got uh ranked miami trying to make this three in a row and if they do that you, you start to take them uh serious right yeah and I, i'm telling you it's, it's one of those deals where just when you think you're going to buy into them you know, they'll, they'll disappoint you. So go with caution. But no, all of a sudden now, two in a row. I got Miami at home. Let's see what happens. See, there's no dominant team. Who gets hot at the right time? So no, NC State, good a chance as anybody right now. So when you start thinking that way, that's when they'll disappoint you. But uh, noon tip off, we'll see what happens. 
when they take on Jim Lair and Egg in Miami. That'll be that's kind of interesting. And how about six and O Clemson trying to get to seven and O? All they got to do is knock off Duke uh, in Little John coming up on Saturday. Uh, Clemson still undefeated. Well, they get out of the weekend undefeated. I've been saying that all week. First place Clemson seems so weird to say when you're talking basketball, not yeah. football. You know? um, and I haven't paid attention to what's making them so good, but I figure we're going to find out how good they are when, uh, when they host Duke has always seemed to kind of have their number, especially at Little John. So uh, that I, I will start paying attention now in January to Clemson and when they host Duke. If they go and beat Duke tomorrow, then all of a sudden I'm a believer. North, uh, get back to the girls. That was super impressive to conduct this interview with all that going on behind you. So thank you for joining us, man, and uh, good luck to you. They ran opposite directions. I locked the little one in the house, so I don't know how long she'd been screaming, and the big one somehow survived a trip to the tool shed and didn't get cut, and he's not going to the hospital. So we're good. We're all good right now. Everybody's alive. That is good. North, have a good weekend, buddy. All right, Clipper, we'll talk to you later, brother. See you, man. Uh, Brian North, fathering and talking sports with us here on Pirate Radio Live. The Chan Man has returned. Our buddy uh, Randolph on YouTube said, what's up, Clip, Tony Dunn, and Shirley? Where is Chandler? Is he taking the day off? The opposite, Randolph. He I'm, take, I'm taking the day on. He wasn't working. He wasn't here at work because he was working. <laughs> So, uh, but he's back. I'm working inside my working. That's right. I've got jobs inside my job. Uh, and of course, Randolph disagreed with my Dallas pick. He said, uh, Dak don't win the big game. Dak don't win the big game. He's Clip. overpaid. And he calls them Dax. <laughs> Dax don't win the big Dax game. Dax don't win the big game <laughs> clip. Uh, so look, I don't have any joy taking Dallas. I just, have you watched the Bucks play this year? They stink. I don't know. I don't like you. Hey, who one. was the uh, who was the person that um, got on you about your chewing and your smacking? Take a guess. Is it a guy that comes on this show each week? Yes. Does he have? He doesn't have any hair, does he? Nope. Okay. I got it. All right. Enough. You're good. You I'm got good. enough clues. I'm good. I, did we just do a detective segment? <laughs> we, there? we did. Yep. <laughs> uh, He's on the run. Let's take a break. When we return, we will talk to Morgan Ehlers. Talk uh, more playoffs, Pirate Hoops, and more. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you, fully stocked for hour number three. Chandler Honeycutt back. Also full bellies. Wings over Greenville. Dropping off some big, juicy tenders. And waffle fries to die for. Both Cajun spiced and garlic parm delicious delish 
Uh, awesome. Sorry, Chandler. I apologize for eating all the garlic parm. I didn't leave any for you. What? the? T- I'm the actually fr- cutting out bread and stuff like that. Oh. So you went all chicken? Mm-hmm. All chicken diet? Yep. All right. Okay, well, good, because I ate them all. Yeah, don't worry. I'm cutting all that out right now. Doubleheader Saturday, tripleheader Sunday. Make it a Wings Over Greenville day. Morgan Aylers joins us now on the Pit Electric Live line. It'll be in Minji's Coliseum coming up Sunday on the PA mic. Uh, so we'll talk some hoops and football as well. What's up, Morgan? Good afternoon, Cliff Brock. One thing we haven't discussed. Today it's Friday, and I'm talking to radio live life is good i mean it don't get no better one thing we haven't discussed today morgan we brought it up but uh the hula bowl and i guess we'll uh, we'll have some eyeballs on that this weekend with holt nailers noah henderson down there we talked to holt nailers about the hula bowl and he said that the week leading up to it is you know as important if not more important than the game because you're you're getting reps in you're in front of scouts you're talking to to folks affiliated with teams and uh you know get the the networking part of it so have you talked to hold it all how's that the week gone from that aspect for him it's funny because i literally we i think we've talked one time we've texted back and forth we're on a group chat with the family and um you know he's been extremely busy left monday um got down there got all signed in all the measurements and all the pre hula bowl stuff they that they do and then um, he had a couple meetings with some teams Monday, and then they practiced for the first time Tuesday and literally was going after practice Tuesday, I think Wednesday. He had meetings with different teams, and they do a lot of the uh, evaluations and the testing as far as, you know, I guess questions. They could put them all through these questions or scenarios, not only football but life. And he made the comment. He said, I've never been this tired physically and mentally. And, uh, you know, so they put that down. And then yesterday, most of the scouting and that stuff was done, and they were focusing on the game. And it's had a great week down there. And, you know, I think they're ready for the game tomorrow. It's 12 o'clock. I believe it's on CBS Sports Network. So it uh, should be fun to watch. They're going to be splitting it up between three quarterbacks on each team. And, uh, you know, he's going to get some reps and go out there, have some fun, and come back and uh, – have a doctor's visit next week so. uh, yeah that's right um he'll have one of his buddies uh protecting him or at least one of the quarterbacks in that game noah henderson there as well so a couple of pirates to keep an eye on in the hula bowl coming up uh this weekend i guess the highlight of the week morgan um i don't know at least for me and maybe you as well is uh whole nailers got to get a photo op with ron simmons and uh you posted that last night that was awesome morgan yeah, it was pretty cool. They had the Hula Bowl Hall of Fame, and Ron Simmons, of course, was a uh, college Hall of Famer down in uh, at Florida State, and before he started his wrestling career, and uh, he was inducted along, I think, with Bobby Bowden among some others in the Hula Bowl Hall of Fame, and that was kind of cool. And he sent me that picture, and um, you know, Big Ron still looks like he could could handle business, and uh, you know, that was a pretty cool picture, and. You look at the size of Ron Simmons' hands, they're massive. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't want to fight him. <laughs> and they're wrestling or whatever, but still, you know, big dude. That was a cool picture, though. He had a great time last night. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. Morgan Aylers joining us. Pitt Electric Live Line. Morgan, uh, let's talk playoffs real quick. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to ask the same question to everybody that's on. Who? Uh, let, let's go for the, the grand finale here. Who's coming out of the NFC? Who's coming out of the AFC? Uh, AFC, 
I'm still going. I'm still torn. I think it's going to be between Kansas City and Buffalo. I still think uh, Buffalo is going to be be right there, and then uh, NFC. I'm kind of leaning toward Philadelphia. I think they're playing really well right now. I think that's going to be the Super Bowl between Philly versus the winner of the Kansas City Buffalo game. And I did see on Twitter today. Remember the epic game last year uh, between Allen and Mahomes, and this year in overtime, even if a team scores a touchdown, the uh, opposing team will get the football. So there's a change that uh, I think is a good change, Morgan. At least uh, both offenses will get to see the field in OT in the playoffs. We talked about this last year, and I'm sorry. If you're going to have an overtime period, you know, and, and you let both teams play the full time. If it's going to be a 10-minute overtime period, you know, if the team goes down and scores, it takes nine and a half minutes to score. The other team's got nine and a half minutes to stop them. You know, if they can do that and – you know, whatever. I just, I just think that you need to play the full overtime period. But at least they did make the change this year that team scores a touchdown doesn't automatically win the game. Uh, it's better, but it's still not the way it should be. I mean, that's just my opinion. Nobody's gonna listen to me. So, thank you for listening to me, Cliff. I listened to every word you just said, Morgan, except for the Cliff part. But that's okay. <laughs> I did miss that part. Morgan Ayler is joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line back in Minji's Coliseum. First home game in a while for the Pirates, and uh, they need a home game, and they need a win. Morgan coming off three straight losses, and uh, the last one, uh, their worst performance in uh, AAC play this season, although I guess you could say the best performance by an opponent in AAC play because if you give up 10 three-pointers in the first half and 14 for the game you're probably not going to win a lot of those games cincinnati was just red hot shooting the other night pirates will uh, try to hope some uh, luck goes their way when they take on south florida on sunday yeah you know they, they play they go to memphis and they they play last weekend in memphis and you know they're leading at halftime they come out and they i think it was like a 25 point to nothing run at one point so you, you obviously you can't do that expect to really have a chance to come back and win they did play well toward the end of the game but Cincinnati came out and just lightning on lightning on fire and they kept shooting the ball and kept making it East Carolina got down and never really uh, had a chance in that game but this is a team that's still learning how to win this is a team that's still I guess learning the pieces of the puzzle that you have to have to be successful and coach Schwartz and his staff are really trying to do a good job with that I think you know, we've talked about it. The Pirates can shoot the ball with anybody, but they're just not consistent doing so right now. And they have to find a way to do that. And hopefully Sunday they can do that at Mitchie's Coliseum, 1 o'clock. It should be a great game. And hopefully the Pirates can find a way to win. They desperately need one. No doubt. Uh, looking forward to some live basketball action in Minji's coming up on Sunday. Uh, Pirates and Bulls. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Pit Electric Live Line. Morgan, uh, I know you'll have an eye on the Hula Bowl this weekend. Uh, what else you got going on? Uh, this weekend is uh, just football, which is kind of nice. Uh, watch the Hula Bowl. Watch the playoffs tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. And then uh, uh, Sunday is pretty much football which is kind of nice because in a few weeks there's not going to be a whole lot of football. It's <laughs> like John Madden right now. I like football. <laughs> Get it while you can. Don't take it for granted. It will be gone before too long. Morgan, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Clip, and enjoy the football. I love football. Thank you, Morgan. Uh, Morgan Aylers joining us today. Holton Aylers participating.
in the hula bowl along with noah henderson so a couple pirates there and uh, a few pirates on the way out talked about it a moment ago got to add them to the list uh rick debrew emmanuel hickman and taji hudson entering the transfer portal so that now makes 26 pirates who were on the team last year that will not be on the 2023 ecu football roster that number keeps growing the number of incoming players will continue to grow as well uh when we return we will talk some hoops or hear some hoops talk because we'll hear what mike schwartz had to say earlier today pirates splitting town or excuse me staying in town finally uh to take on south florida after two straight road trips road games so good to be back home we'll hear what mike schwartz had to say and open up the booty bag make you a winner when we return after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations on Beth- in Bethel rather, on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. And uh, Country Mart fuels you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Friday. Mike Schwartz has the same birthday as my sister, September 25th. Oh, wow. Mike Schwartz, not a true pirate. Not even a true Longhorn. Do you know Mike Schwartz transferred from Sonoma State to Texas? <laughs> Quitter. What is the mascot for Sonoma State? Surely, everybody knows that. What a dumb question that is. Everybody knows that they're the Sea Wolves. <laughs> How do so you not, not know? A, the most not common a, mascot name out there. So he's not a true Sea Wolf. They, their logo? Ever. All right, what do you think the Sonoma State Sea Wolves logo is? Just take a guess. Like, How would you draw that logo? what do you got ryan he said a shark with fur a shark a shark he's i mean you're not always going forward you never see a shark and a wolf in the it's like a wolf jumping into mcmillan it's a wolf jumping into a wave when have you been to the beach and seen a wolf in the ocean (laughs) oh look at that beach wolf (laughs) holy crap oh my god there's a beach get out of the water it's a beach wolf (laughs) the sonoma state sea wolves I would. Brian said it's David Hasselwolf. <laughs> Some people stand in the darkness. Some people howl at the moon. I'm talking about freedom. Wow, the Sea Wolves. All right. So, anyway, Mike Schwartz uh, transferred from there to Texas. Mike Schwartz played in one game for Rick Barnes during the 98 99 season. We need to ask Mike Schwartz about the Beach Wolves. About the, yeah. 
We need to ask him if he ever witnessed a beach wolf. And they have two mascots at the game. They had a wolf and a giant wave. <laughs> and they had to, like, stand beside each other the whole game. And if the wolf moved over, the wave had to follow him. And vice versa. Yeah. What a... I don't know. I want a, I want a hat. I want a lid. Why am I talking about Mike Schwartz? Because we heard from him earlier today. East Carolina will take on South Florida coming up Sunday, 1 o'clock, Minji's Coliseum. Here's what he had to say ahead of the matchup with South Florida. Uh, we were able to fight, and we midway through the first half, we had it, you know, a you know, tie ball game, and, you know, then they hit three straight threes and take a nine-point lead, and just from there it was hard for us to, you know, to regain traction. Are you noticing, I mean, some of these players are improving too. I mean, can that happen as well, even in losses, like, do they not go hand-in-hand? Hand, you know? Yeah, yeah, great point. Uh, absolutely. I mean, Javon had not played some of his best basketball in the previous four games, and Javon looked like, uh, you know, really looked like how he had looked prior, you know, to, you know, right right before conference started and really early in conference. So, absolutely, he took a step up, and, uh, you know, you just look at some, you know, Brandon didn't have his best game, but we've gone back and looked at the film and seen some areas that Brandon can be better. Same thing with Ezra. But, you know, Brandon's going to expect that. Brandon's one of the leading rebounders in the league. And so teams are going to put a target on him in terms of blocking him out and being physical with him and understanding that he can stretch the floor and he can also play inside. So they did a good job of that, give Cincinnati credit. But there's no doubt Brandon will be better for it because that's how you have to grow. And the list goes down. I mean, Quentin Dabunje has one of his better games that he's had in over a month. And I think Quentin is going to come. Ben came in and did some good things. So you're definitely going to find the positives to build on. Uh, but win or lose, we got to go correct some things and we're going to do that. When a player like that, you said, does have a target on their back, does that just mean, like, uh, are they seeing different things in games they haven't usually experienced? I mean, what kind of goes along with you know, I think, working through that? Yeah, yeah, great point. I think scouting, I think when, when you talk about when we would go, when we sit in and we get ready to prepare for South Florida or we were preparing for Cincinnati, you go down and you really look at offensively who they're running their offense through, what do they like to do, tendencies, same thing defensively, whether it's a strong defender or defender that we want to try and attack. It's no different. So they look at Javon and they say, well, his ball screen usage rate or his running their offense through him is at a very high rate, so they want to make it difficult for him. Brandon Johnson's averaging three-plus offensive rebounds a game. Well, we got to really hit him every shot. We got to block him out, keep him off the glass. Sometimes they were sending two guys to hit him. If there's an extra guard, our point guard doesn't crash, they send him down and they jam him with, with the second blockout. So you can see that on film. And when you go back and watch it after, now the question becomes for Javon, Brandon, Ezra, whomever it may be, can you elevate what you're doing well beyond? the defensive intensity that you're going to face. And that's scouting, that's conference play. So you definitely grow from that stuff. You only turned the ball over 10 times, which is a heck of a lot less than whenever the last game was. Uh, were you pretty thrilled with their ability to move the ball and take care of it? You know, I, I thought we had really good movement. If you look at the first four possessions of the game at Cincinnati, we had rim shot Ezra. You know, we didn't convert. We had a paint pull-up shot for RJ that he did convert on. We had another rim shot. Ezra, we did not convert. And then Quinton had a great straight line drive and he got fouled and we missed both free throws. So our first four possessions, and I thought it was pretty indicative of how the game went. Uh, we were a little bit shorthanded in the game. We didn't have Jaden Walker. We didn't have Winston Tabs in the game. But from a ball movement perspective, getting the shots that we wanted, you know, Cincinnati is a really good defensive team. But I thought we played 
unselfish. I thought we moved the ball. We had great ball movement. We got the shots we wanted. We didn't shoot the ball very well in the first half. We had two to three uncontested looks behind the arc. If you can make a couple of those, maybe the rhythm is a little different. Uh, but yeah, for, you know, three of the last four games, I think we've had nine, nine, and ten turnovers. And then we had that, you know, huge, you know, fumble uh, in Memphis with 22, and that was the difference in that game. But we got to keep taking care of the basketball. That, that's key, particularly on the road. Coach, you mentioned uh, Winston Tabs. Why didn't he play last game? What's kind of his uh, status moving forward? Yeah, Winston last game, I think his knee was bothering him. He had taken a, uh, you know, he had just bumped knees, nothing great, just normal. This is normal time this year. You know, you're going to take bumps and bruises in practice. You know, you saw a couple of our guys got banged up during the game. This is normal this time of year, and I just think he wasn't in a position to play, and that's why he wasn't suited out. You know, nothing, uh, nothing crazy, just, you know, one of those game-to-game things. How has Javon felt the last few days? I know you probably haven't a ton of practice time, but how has he come back? Yeah, we'll know more today. You know, like you said, late in that game, he, you know, he kind of got banged up a little bit, and we'll just know more today as the next couple days go. And Jaden, you hope to have him back Sunday? Yeah, he'll be yeah. back. Okay. And then you mentioned Quentin. It just seemed like he kind of played with that effort you were maybe looking for, crashing the offensive glass. Is that kind of more what you want to see from him going Huge, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I was really proud of Quentin. I think offensively he looked like he was aggressive. He was confident out there. He gives us something. I mean, you see he made a, a, a three-point shot early in the game. He drove the basketball a couple times. He cuts without the basketball. You know, typically he's a very good free throw shooter, so you expect him to knock a couple of those down early in the game. So, um, yeah, Quentin really did it for us on offense. Defensively, offensive rebounding where we're challenging him, he did it. Offensive rebounding. The next step for Quentin defensively is to be more of a physical defender. He's pretty good. He's great moving his feet. He's laterally quick, but he's got to use that 215-pound frame uh, when it gets down, elbows and in. He's got to be able to use his body and, and it, accept that contact and give contact as opposed to retreating all the time and allowing guys to go up over him. You can't play like you're a six-foot guard when you're a six-five guard. And he does that sometimes on drives, and he'll get better at that. USF going through a tough stretch uh, as well right now. They haven't had a win in conference play so far, but they hung in there tough with Houston. What have you seen from them on film so far? No, they're a really good team. Again, you know what's interesting is you look at us and USF's schedule, we basically have played most of the same opponents outside of Houston. Uh, and they have been in every game. You look at what they just did at Houston. You look at what they did at Memphis. Uh, I mean, they were right there in both of those games. Again, Tyler Harris, one of the most dynamic guards there is. I've got a lot of familiarity with Tyler Harris from his time, you know, back at Memphis and seen him and coached against him. He's a really, really good player. Uh, you know, Russell Tachua, one of the best bigs in this league. You know, they Keyshawn Bryant from South Carolina, very familiar with him. They're an athletic, big rebounding team, as good of an offensive rebounding team as they're in this league. Very good defensive teams, holding uh, opponents to 41%. So, uh, you know, they, they could very easily be at the very top of this league right now. They've had a very difficult schedule up until this point, as we have in terms of opponents and where the games have been on the road. Uh, it just worked out that way, I guess. But, uh, yeah, this is a team that, that's really a top-tier team. Are you excited to get back into Minji's? Yeah, you know, three. You think about it, three out yeah. of four games on the road at Wichita, at uh, Memphis, at Cincinnati. You know, and then our home game in between was Central Florida. So, uh, you know, I guess the schedule just works out that way. And I think, you know, being back at home, but being back at home, we can't look at it as it's, it's no, you know, that's no crutch at all. I mean, we know that we've lost two possession games in this building. We lost, you know, to Temple and we lost to UCF by one possession. So we just have to be ready to go wherever we play. And we just got to keep getting better and, and we'll do that the next two days. 
Schedule lightens up for the Pirates. Can they take advantage of it? South Florida on Sunday, a rematch with Temple next Wednesday. The following Tuesday, Tulsa, who is really struggling this year, will come to Menji's Coliseum. A rematch with Wichita State, who the Pirates already beat on January 29th, February 1st. Another game with South Florida. And then SMU, who has not exactly set the world on fire this year, coming up February 4th. That is a nice stretch, a winnable stretch for East Carolina. After that, uh, gets tough for a couple games, Tulane and Cincinnati. And then you got SMU, Tulsa, Pirates will host Houston February 25th and wrap up the regular season with Tulane at home March 1st and UCF on the road March 5th. Um, fans were complaining about the 9 o'clock start time for ECU Cincinnati. They'll be doing the same uh, March 1st when East Carolina takes on uh, – <laughs> Uh, Tulane in Minji's Coliseum. What is the day? That's a Wednesday. Um, oh man, what are we going to do about sports trivia that day? We might have to go like from 6 30 to 8 30. Maybe we do an early trivia on that uh, Wednesday, March 1st. Find out when we get there. Right now, I know what we'll do. We'll open up the booty bag and make you a winner on a Friday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All righty, Shirley Rhodes. What are we giving away on this Friday? Uh, a $10 gift card to Familia. Oh, man. Familia is the move. Uh, what call are you looking for? Six. 317-1250. Caller six wins a gift card to Familia. We're back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Congratulations to John Moody of Bethel. Walked away with a $10 gift card courtesy of Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food. Whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parmesan, or the delicious homemade desserts, Familia is a winning play every time. For dine-in or takeout, make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, the Moodster picking up a win. John and uh, folks like John will be fired up a month from now when nascar is back about a month away from daytona boogity boogity boo when was the last race pardon when was the last race i'm gonna say uh championship was early november so a couple months off two or three months off yeah Hmm. and then right back in the car again wow i'm not familiar with nascar i'm not a nascar guy not a nascar guy Mm-mm. we're gonna change that this year chandler you're gonna be a big nascar guy okay you a golf guy golf guy all right well let's i'm talk. a big greeny guy too well, let's talk some golf with mark greenhelge golf shop radio show coming your way to 10 a.m saturday right here on pirate radio greeny joins us on the pit electric live line greeny how you doing today I'm doing great, Clip. How you doing? Hey, doing great, and looking forward to a playoff weekend, some college hoops, and we will start with golf today. However, Greeny, because this week I did see 
uh, that Netflix is coming out with full swing and immersive documentary following a group of professional golfers, uh, according to uh, PGA.com, and saw a uh, trailer for this, and it's got great shots, great music. It it, it kind of gets you excited about golf here in the dead of winter, and I think it's a pretty good idea. And it'll it'll get the novice fans like myself, and maybe even people that just like watching documentaries to at least get to know some of these golfers, get to know the sport, and I don't know, maybe uh, raise a few, uh, raise a little awareness for people that aren't following the PGA Tour each and every week so uh did you see the the trailer what do you think about this greenie and and it, you know it's it's only a good thing for golf i would imagine right yeah and it's going to be really interesting too because you know this is basically coverage of behind the scenes on the pga tour like you said with a select group of guys during the whole brouhaha <laughs> who's going to live who's not going to live so you're going to get some insight Apparently, they've left all of that stuff in there as well. So it could be kind of a look for, for us, you know, that follow the game of golf and people who maybe don't necessarily follow the game of golf to see what goes on behind the scenes, but see what's going on behind the scenes when a competing league is trying to pull players away and offer lots of money and maybe some of the angst that's going on between, you know, different players and so forth. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. We know at least like a, an Ian Poulter or a, Sergio Garcia, Brooks Kepka, some of those, I mean, those guys all went to live. Yeah. See how it plays out. This will be uh, released on February 15th among the PGA uh, Golf uh, Tour players appearing on the show, on the docuseries, will be Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau, uh, and others, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, uh, and others. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be interesting to see. So, uh, the footage was shot uh, last year, as Greeny said, and I don't know. I haven't read a ton about it, Greeny. Is this something they plan to do kind of annually now, make it a hard knocks type thing? Is this something they're going to keep doing moving forward? That's my understanding is that this wasn't just a one-off thing that we were going to continue to get something like this. Obviously, we probably feel like that the success and the viewership is going yeah. to dictate that. I mean, we know that, you know, Netflix is having issues in terms of uh, viewership, uh, you know, and, and trying to rearrange its service and whatnot. So if this ends up being something that does well for them then obviously they'd probably continue on with it yeah they also have an issue of canceling shows after one season that are pretty you know popular so uh, i don't think that'll be the case with this but uh just uh something to follow how about what's going on uh this weekend in golf greenie what are you uh following well week two in hawaii we had the tournament of champions last week we watched uh colin morikawa unfortunately on Sunday, fold like a lawn chair, and John Rahm come from behind nine shots back at one point to win. So a, an absolute collapse by Colin Morikawa. Neither one of those guys in the field this week, but you got Jordan Spieth out there. And again, this is one of those weeks. Now, we talk about you know guys from the Corn Ferry Tour that graduate and what events do they get to play in. Well, this is one of those events. And they've already gone through their first reshuffle, which means that uh, guys that graduate from the Corn Ferry Tour, if they don't perform well, they get knocked down the list, and it gets harder and harder for them to get in tournaments. Now, most of that list, because there's not a lot of top guys playing, get to play this week. This is the first uh, event of six 
before the next reshuffle. And generally, you see a reshuffle every six weeks So on the PGA Tour. So this is that first event leading for that next reshuffle. So this is an important kickoff for a lot of these guys. So that's why you see a lot of maybe names that you don't know or guys that are trying to make a comeback. So that's what you watch for as well as seeing how Jordan Spieth's going to kick the season off after we watched him and JT destroy Tiger and Rory in the match. Mark Greenelch Golf Shop Radio Show joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. You got golf going on this weekend, NFL playoffs. We'll get to that momentarily. But first, Greeny, I brought this team up with you last week. Uh, now the Clemson Tigers uh, remain undefeated in the ACC. And yesterday, we were talking to Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, college basketball guy. Uh, went over last night's card, but said uh, if there's one game he has his eye on for this weekend, it's Saturday at Little John, and he says he loves Clemson uh, for a few reasons. Uh, he says he's not usually a, a Brad Brownell guy, but he likes this year's team, and he likes uh, taking whoever's playing Duke when the Blue Devils go on the road. So a big one uh, coming up on Saturday, Greeny, as the Clemson Tigers try to remain undefeated in the ACC uh, against the Duke Blue Devils. And I think I've shared with you before my luck in watching the Clemson Tigers on TV. <laughs> yeah. Additionally, um, I've flipped on the end of their game and watched them uh, fold like lawn chairs a la Colin Morikawa. But uh, I actually caught the end of the Virginia Tech game, and they were down like five or seven points with a couple minutes left, and they ended up winning the game. So maybe the tides have turned for me watching Clemson basketball. Um, but, of course, you know, there's still that on the horizon of me going to the Dean Dome on February 11th. So if Clemson's continuing to play well, do I put the curse on them by showing up in person? Right. I think if they're still undefeated at that point, you might just see what kind of money you can get for that ticket, Greeny, and stay away. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think that's the way to go. Uh, unfortunately, go. unfortunately for you, uh, your Patriots will not be playing in the postseason. And uh, Naheem Hines, uh, opening kickoff to the house for Buffalo. And uh, the Patriots are never really able to catch up. Bills uh, will host the Dolphins this weekend, as you see a couple of AFC East teams in there. You got three games, Greeny, with you know basically double-digit point favorites. You've got three games where the uh, the spread is within a field goal. So uh, well, I don't know what's your, the most intriguing matchup. If you could only pick one or two to watch this weekend, which ones are you uh, interested in? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, you got Miami and and uh, Baltimore who both have, you know, serious quarterback issues. So you kind of toss those games aside and say, well, unless there's some kind of miracle, uh, but neither one of those teams are really going to win this thing. So, you know, you, you kind of look to that right out of the gate, the Seahawks 49ers. You know, you've got uh, Geno Smith who's lighting it up through the air out there versus a backup quarterback with San Francisco that's just kind of done a good job managing the game. And then – you know, the Chargers and the Jaguars, you know, if the Jaguars somehow win this game, is that the end of a coaching career in uh, for the Chargers? So uh, and does that open the door for, you know, a former New Orleans Saints guy to maybe waltz his way in there with a pretty good quarterback and Justin Herbert huh. to, uh, to resurrect his career? So uh, I think Saturday is probably the key matchup for me. I think the rest of it, I mean, the Giants-Vikings is intriguing, but the Vikings playing at home generally tend to play pretty good. Um, and does Tom Brady throw some magic out there uh, for a team that finished under 500 on Monday night and take out the Cowboys and then 
maybe that's another landing spot for a former coach. So uh, those are probably the intriguing games that I'm looking at. Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show. Joining us, you can catch the playoff action this weekend on Pirate Radio. You can catch the Golf Shop Radio Show Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, what do you guys have planned for Saturday? Uh, we'll do our traditional Bill Bender segment of the sporting news. We've got Pat McCabe, who's the executive director of the next event on the PGA Tour schedule, the American Express. And then we'll check in with Robert Carlson, who had a pretty strong first kind of full season on the PGA Champions Tour. And he was also, if you remember, he was part of the, uh, the uh, assistant or vice captains uh, for the European Ryder Cup squad. So maybe we'll talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, international play and how lived affections may impact uh, Ryder Cup going forward. Granny, good stuff. Uh, enjoyed the chat. Have a great show on Saturday, and uh, we will catch up with you again next week. All right, Cliff. Have a good one. Thanks. Mark Greenelch, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a break, come back. More to go. We'll wrap it up here on a Friday. Set you off into your sports weekend when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was another good day for the stock market. The Dow closed out the week up 112 points at 34,302. The NASDAQ was up 78 at 11,079. And the S&P was up 15 points and finished out the week at 3,999. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the shoe. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. So, uh, what are you smirking over there about? A tweet I saw earlier today from uh, the RV at RV on Twitter um, purchased a oh, I saw this. commemorative football from the Birmingham Bowl. Remember the Birmingham Bowl website had the Eastern Carolina hoodies for a small amount of time and then corrected it to East Carolina. So he bought a commemorative Birmingham Bowl football for 50 bucks. $50. dollars $50. It is, he says... Uh, it's probably nicely embroidered. It says, finally got it. It's literally a sticker on a white football. <laughs> awesome ripoff, folks. And he's got a close-up picture of it. And sure enough, it is a white football. And it has got a sticker. You can see the outline of the actual sticker. Just slap a sticker on that sucker and move it on out. Which uh, makes me believe we should start selling Pirate Radio footballs. 50 a pop. 50 a pop, They baby. have a lot of stickers kind of around the office and stuff slap a sticker on that bad boy we got pirate radio mini helmets we got pirate radio pirate radio t-shirts white t-shirt <coughs> slap a sticker on it so uh 50 bucks 
don't know if he'll be buying any more commemorative footballs from anywhere. That's tough. Especially the Birmingham Bowl. That is tough, Jeff. Man, who needs a nap? Me. Yeah. Eating wings over Greenville at 4 o'clock on a Friday is a good idea at the time. But when you got like two more hours of radio to do, 20-minute drive home, man, I might have to stop at a hotel on the way. You ever stop <laughs> on the hotel on the way home and catch a nap? Hey, can I get a room for 30 minutes? <laughs> Can't say I've ever done that. We're yeah. not allowed to do that, sir. No, I just need a nap. Hey, what's uh, you got an hourly rate? <laughs> no, we don't do that here. No, it's not what you think. I just need a nap. <laughs> I just need a quick nap. I have, I'm by myself. You know, I have thought about, you know, everybody think, thinks about once in a while, I'm sure it's crossed everybody's mind, of what they would do if they went into business for themselves. And I have often thought about, what if I opened a place where literally you pay to take a nap? I provide the space. And you come and you take a nap. Let's say, for example, let's cubicles. say, yeah, like yeah. little cubicles, you know, with relaxing music or whatever it is that you need to, to get yourself to sleep, charge a minimal fee for you to sleep for 30 minutes or one hour, depending on what you need. And out you go. Because some people, you know, don't want to have to drive 20 minutes to go home, but maybe they have an hour lunch. What if they want to catch yeah. like a 30 minute nap? Grab something to eat on the way back. Yeah, what or are you vice doing versa? for lunch today? We're going out. Well, I'm gonna go to uh, Shirley's Nap Palace for uh, first, and then pick some up. It's right down on Evans Street. Just yeah. go down there. But like, your wife's gonna call you later and be like, "Honey, where are you? You're not home." And you're like, I'm "Sorry, I'm checking out of the hotel right now. <laughs> I- I'm checking out." Yeah, <clears throat> I'm at the pool. <laughs> I'm, at the, I'm at the spa <laughs> taking a nap by I'm the. At the uh, spa. Aww. the days in pool uh shirley's nap emporium shirley's international house of naps <laughs> hey look everybody has to dream once in a while i'm not saying it would work i'm just saying it's an idea now i will say that this is the second time that i have well i say the second time i i guarantee you somebody's gonna jump on this at some point Maybe not here locally. Oh yeah. What well, was the uh, the sport women's the sports, sports bra? Sports That's bra. It was, it was called the sports bra. Sports bra. Somebody Which stole is already my a thing. Yeah. Yes. Somebody stole my idea. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says Shirley's bed bugs and breakfast. <laughs> now I was thinking, Shirley. All right, I've what got ifs? I've got an hour for lunch. Mm-hmm. I want to maximize this nap, so. I could provide the service, for example. I could have a staff that would go and get your lunch while you're oh, napping. Oh, wow. I was going to ask, could it be BYO? Could you like charge a maybe $5 bring your lunch fee? Or you're saying kind of a... Or uh, I could I could do both. Nap dash. You could bring your, your meal. You can eat and then take a nap. Or if you would prefer to save a little time, you want to take your nap first and then eat. I would have staff on standby to go and retrieve whatever it is that you would like for lunch and have it waiting for you after you wake up. So I'm sure this is going to be a nice facility, but in my head right now, I almost have like a hurricane shelter type of uh, picture. No, no. But this I mean, would it's be, be a, a very aesthetically pleasing. But it's got to be huge. Well, not to start with. I mean, we would have to 
It would be by appointment. Because, I mean, not every, you know, because a lot of people first take. First come, first serve. Well, could no. Could it be it bunk be, beds? I think it'd be cool to have a nap would reserve, with a guy down you the street. Would, <laughs> no. You would reserve your time online. And I think, hey, I met a guy. Could, I met I met a guy named Kevin down at the nap place. You get a discount if you share a bunk bed with uh, somebody. <sighs> Two for one. No, because that just invites a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this. I know. Look, I'm being practical here. Yeah. Because there are t- look, I live 20 minutes away from here, and there are times that I would very much like to take a nap after I eat my lunch. I would love to be able to just stretch out. And just take a little nappy poo. The nap house. You can put it beside the dap house. <laughs> the dap house and the nap house? <laughs> yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah, they probably would. Now, what were your. I have an interesting question and a follow up depending on your answer. What would the hours be? The hours would be dictated on what is booked online. Huh. For example, if you have people that are working overnight shifts or early morning shifts and they don't take a break until say 9 a.m and they book online then it will open to accommodate those folks my question is coming on from downtown if you book online yeah if you book online you can come home from downtown but you can't be messing up my facility could you take another person in the room with you? negative okay no no right. more than one person per room there are no bunk beds just single beds yep all comfy no visitors no visitors these 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 are not conjugal because visits. people take advantage of these things. of course yeah and that is that is, is it, a no-no is it byob bring your own blanket no these will be fully stocked okay could are you with a lot, a lot of uh, down comforters and pillows because there are some people that like a lot of pillows some people don't like a lot of pillows is it byop because when i go if i'm sleeping anywhere outside of my bed when we go places i have to take my pillow you may bring your pillow if you if you desire thank you i've thought this through <laughs> you've got your own pillow i bring my own towels when i, I go to I hotels yeah chandler i think everybody does no like a like one that you just can't get rid of and like like you yeah and like me you take it places you said I mean, it so, like i was crazy and then you said i do too yeah some people take pillows when i travel Those i don't aren't pillows <laughs> what is that uh i don't know grayed out um planes trains and automobiles yeah but like when I travel, I don't use hotel towels. I always use mine. I bring my own towels, my own washcloths, my own towels. I love and hotel just towels. invested in NapDash. Jump on while you can. Um, Shirley, uh, I have. Uh, no by mo- the way, the down the downtown, you know, the two a.m. bar crawlers or whatever. That's only on the weekends. And we don't do is, that during uh, the week. This is Shark Tanks and Shirley. Because I have no money, I am out. i will not be investing but i'm available uh talk to chandler honeycutt you could advertise we'll probably get you a discount here on pirate radio oh we could work out a deal advertise your business yeah okay all right um this might be i love when segments are created organically maybe a new segment like fake businesses or business ideas or, or our own little shark tank here but that's a good one shark tank We'll call it the Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Because I'm telling you, there are people people who work in Greenville. There are people that, that drive into Greenville from various places. 
and maybe they only have an hour for lunch, but they desperately want a nap. I'm just saying, I'm providing a service. That you are. Shirley, Chandler, have a great weekend. Toodaloo. Everybody tuned in. Thank I'm you. off to South Carolina tomorrow. Have fun in have South fun. Cac. Have mm-hmm. fun in South Cacalacky. The yep. Palmetto State. Palmetto State. Stop by uh, Wings for me. I'm going waves. to... Uh, waves. I'm going to do a very rednecky thing tomorrow. So What's that? I'm going to a glorified truck stop. Huh? I'm going to Bucky's Bucky's. Oh, Bucky's. Uh, I'm going to Bucky's. I'm taking uh, a road trip and heading down to Bucky's. Apparently, their brisket sandwich is out of this world. So, have fun. I'm looking forward to it. Duh, Bucky's. Duh, Bucky's. We'll see you Monday. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.